Across the UK, online and on DAB. Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Talk Radio. So I watched the trailer today. It's had brilliant reviews everywhere. And I don't want this show to descend into, you know, kind of slagging things off just for the sake of it. That's easy. That's easy. That's the old act. But Zootropolis was a massive load of old rubbish. Evening, Ian Lee, Talk Radio. Um, so, yeah, I don't want to do that thing. That's where that wire goes. If only I had a soldering iron, I could fix it. Never mind, hang on, play the music a bit more, Right, so... Busy show this evening. Uh, we've got um, um, Colin Blonstein from the, the Zombies coming on at half past eleven. Yeah, I'm a latecomer to the Zombies. I never really, um, I never really uh, dug them, apart from the obvious one. She's not the, the obvious song, the hit. She's not there. And then someone a few weeks ago says, "Oh, you must." Um, a friend of mine, Tim, in the states says, "You must listen to Odyssey and Oracle by uh, the Zombies." And I kind of thought, well, uh, I bet it's a bit rubbish. I bet it's a little bit rubbish. And um, I, I listened to it. It blew my mind, man. It blew my tiny mind. I've not heard anything like it. Well, I have, actually. Forever Changes by Love. It's kind of like the British Forever Changes. Uh, Ian Lee, Talk Radio, 0844-499-1000 is the telephone number. I'm Technically, I'm not quite ready. I've got these headphones that keep cutting in and out. But with a little bit of sellotape, I can, uh, I can fix it. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, you know the rules by now. Oh, you're going to write that down for me. Thank you. Um... You know the rules by now. I sit here and kind of talk about stuff, and you call in, and you can either talk about that stuff, or you can kind of talk about other stuff if you want. I'm not that fussed, really. Um, you can talk random nonsense. Lots of um, um, calls and uh, texts last night and tweets I had today about Steve Hart, the prepper that we had, who proved very popular. Um, primarily because of his um, dietary requirements, uh, were, were he to um, uh, ever face the uh, zombie? No, that's not what I need, Catherine. I need, the, I need the, I need the page. There's a, an actual Wi-Fi login page. It's a series of numbers. That's what I need. That's what I can't find. That's what I can't find. I'm having great trouble getting online. I had it, and then I made the mistake of closing my computer. It's like one nine two dot sixty eight dot three two six. Do you know what I'm talking about, Ed? You know what I'm talking about, don't you, man? But I don't know if I did... There it is. There it is. There it is. Oh, no, it's not. No, 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 no. I need that to get onto that. You can talk, by the way. You're in a studio, so I would make full use of the... Um... Is that going to work? It worked. How the hell did that work? Look at that, man. No, but that's not how I've been connecting it before. I've been connecting it by going to, to that. Anyway, it doesn't matter. We're on. We're, we're in. We're on. We're rocking and rolling. We're wo rocking and, indeed, uh, a reeling, uh, Barbara Ann. So, um, 
I went and saw um, uh, Zootropolis today. It's half term, okay? And I don't want this show to kind of be one of those, that, 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 isn't everything rubbish and slagging everything off? Because I've done that in the past. It's easy to do that. That's an easy act to do. And everyone does that. And I was really trying to make this show a bit more positive in its tone. Oh, wait, four 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 nine nine one thousand. Um, but I sat through Zootropolis, and it's this kids' film. Right? I don't know if it's Pixar, but it's of that ilk, you know. And we, it was 3D, so we had to pay the top dollar for it, the double bubble for it. What's going on now? Well, you can talk. You're in the studio. Keep going. Yeah, but what are you doing? Just sorting your thing. Oh, blimey. You know, that thing that does this. There we go, you see. This is, this is, this is, uh, this is all very exciting. Rebooting. It is rebooting. Now I can see all the emails slagging me off. Thanks. Thanks. Um, so I went to see Zootropolis, right? It was rubbish. It was 3D, so it cost an absolute fortune to go and um, see it. Um, and uh, it was oh, it was a stinker. There were no jokes in it. Well, there were jokes in it, but they were kind of for adults, really. There was There was references to The Godfather... To um, uh, they had a Breaking Bad spoof in it, which is a program about making um, 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 I can't remember what the drug is. I sat through seven meth. That's it. Don't yeah. If you're going to speak, come on the microphone and speak it. That's it. Otherwise, it gets very confusing. Um, and that was it. And that was it. There was there were no jokes in it. There was no one getting hit on the head by um, uh, uh, pianos or anything like that. I've never seen such a dull movie in my life. Halfway through it. My youngest boy says, can we go home now, Daddy? Can we go home? It was a, it was a thing. When did they stop making um, kids' films that were, you know, for kids? When did they stop doing that? Inside Out is another example of um, uh, a film, which is not for kids at all. It's an adult film. It's all about you know, neuroses and um, the Freudian psychology and having a breakdown. That's what it's about. Uh, and they marketed it as a kid's film. And I took the boys. And I said to them afterwards, did you like it? Yeah. Why did you like it? It was colourful. Right, you didn't pick up on any of the... Of course they didn't. It's not kid... And I, why do they do that? What's wrong? The Postman Pat movie is another one. <laughs> the rubbish I have to watch as a dad. The Postman Pat film, right? Um, it, it, It's got... It introduces the X Factor. Simon Cowell is in it, or a Simon Cowell-type spoof um, is in it. And then there are loads of robot pats that want to take over the world. Why couldn't it just be a nice film about some packages getting stuck in the, the sheep pen? That's what, that's what happens in the TV programme, Yasser. Yeah, what are you talking about, Harry? Huh? The... Uh, Kids' films are not really for kids anymore. They're all they're all too many winks to camera for the mums and dads. You know, you know why that is, Ian? Go on. That's because the, the kids go there, go there, they can make more money, and it's all about money. Are you... Are, yeah, yes, sir, are we, are, are you, I have to ask this. Are you in a tiny metal box? No, I'm on speakerphone. Oh, yes, sir. Come on. Yes, sir, I can boogie. Don't... Come on, pick the phone up, man. Pick the phone up. All right, let's take it in. What are you doing? I'm trying to press the button. It's not working. Well, pick it up. Can you hear me now? No, you're still on speakerphone. Don't pretend you're not. I'm trying to... Yeah, no, I'm not. What? 
I'm not speaker for now. Yes, you are. You're, you're, you're still, no, 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 you're not, still no. on speaker for Yasser. I turned it off. You've not, you're... You don't know how to work a phone. No, I do. But you're still on... I can hear you fumbling with it. No, no, yeah, but that's because it's always got a speakerphone. But it is on... It, honestly, I'm not I'm not winding you up. It is on speakerphone. No, but it's not. I turned it off. But then why does it sound like you're on speakerphone? No, I've turned, I've turned it off. It's on a free button. I know it's on it. You're totally right. What we're going to do is I'm going to hang up and we're going to call you straight back. So don't put it on speakerphone. Just pick it up and answer it, OK? Okay, uh, I don't know what's going on then. Okay, right. Just call him back. That's fine. <laughs> oh, I hate speakerphone. Um, we'll get Yasser back. And um, Yasser, Yasser likes movies. You see, he likes movies. So I know he'll know where I'm coming at with this. Oh, wait, 444991000 is the telephone number if uh, you want to give us a call. Yasser. Hello? Hello, yeah. Flipping it. You, is, that, uh, is your phone made of cardboard? No. Could you make a phone of cardboard? I bet you could. Not you personally. I don't suppose you... you well, maybe you could. But I bet, I bet somewhere some hipster has built um, a biodegradable phone. All right. Yeah, but then uh, my phone's not on speakerphone. I don't know what you're talking about. Is it on speakerphone or not? No, it's not on speakerphone. I just answered it. As you said, answer it. I haven't done anything to the phone. Well, you've just got a very echoey um, voice then, yes. Must be that. It, 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 it must be that because you wouldn't be lying to me, would you? No, I, no, I'm, I, it ain't on speakerphone. It was before, but it's not now. Okay. You promise? Yeah, 100%. Cross, cross your heart? Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, fine. Fair play. What have you got for us, yes? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I've got, like, I don't know. I've got topic for you. Beautiful. I don't know if you've got any topics. We haven't got anything know. tonight. I'm not feeling the vibe. The vibe is not strong with this one, Yasser. So anything you've got, bring it in. Um, I know that. I know that you were talking about banning stuff. I've got something that I think we should ban. Yeah, go on. What's that? Texting while walking. Oh, yeah. Yes, I, I'll have that. I will have that. No, because the reason why I was, I was thinking, I'll, I'll go outside, I'm walking, and people are texting and walking straight to me. And I'm, you're going past and saying, hello, can you not see me? Hello, the phone can't walk for you. Are you, Ma are you that? Maybe, or something? maybe they can't see you. I said, I don't know. That's what I said. I said the phone, maybe the phone is so clever, it it kind of walks for them, but it's actually kind of rubbish phone. It can't even do that for them, so. I don't want to blow my own trumpet because I haven't got one. Well, that's fair enough, but. I know I haven't got one. I, maybe you can buy me one. Uh, do you know, here's the thing. Bloody lips. What? Bloody lips. Well, you lost me. Sorry, what are you saying? I'm saying bloody lips. No, no, you're still confusing. I don't know what you're saying. Well, if you learn to play the trumpet, you'll you will have if you if you practice. Oh, sorry, yeah, sorry. If you practice as much as you need to, you will end up with bloody lips. How would you? How do you know? Well, I, what do you mean? How do I know? I know. I know, I know, I know, I know lots of things. All right. I know, I'm, I'm a very wise man. I won Mastermind. I've seen it on YouTube, I haven't, well, I've got to, I haven't watched that one. No, you should watch it, because I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm good now, I'm wearing a cravat. Okay, yeah, no, I don't. Here's, here's another thing I've seen, Yas, right, which is even worse. This is nuts, right? It's even worse than people texting when they're walking, right? Yeah, yeah.
people reading a book when they're walking. No, I've never... I've yeah, seen I've never, that. I have seen that so many times. People actually reading a book. Um, what, in the street? Yeah, in the street, walking, walking along um, in the street, reading a book. Sit down and read a book. No book, no book, not even your holy books, listeners. No book is that good that you have to read it whilst walking. But that's, that's ridiculous because I, if you want to listen to, like, if you want to, if you're so interested in a book, just get an audio book. I don't like audio books. I ordered a book the other day, right? John, John Lennon's Letters. You know who John Lennon is, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I'm not that, I'm not that stupid. Well, who is he then? Uh, Beatles. Okay, fair play. All right, all right. Five, five points. And I ordered John Let John Lennon's letters because it was only like a penny. You can get these books for a penny, then you have to pay one pound twenty six postage, right? Well, on the you mean on the uh, audio uh, book? Well, I thought it was a book book. Turns up it's two CDs. I don't want to listen to that being read by um um Christopher Eccleston. No, thank you. All right, he's not he's not your favourite doctor then. No, he's, my favourite doctor is Doctor Nookie. I did. <laughs> Is someone tickling you? No, they're laughing. Okay, good lad. All right, yeah, it's nice to talk to you, mate. All right, see ya. Cheers, fella. Ta-ta. 0844 499 is the telephone number. Nigel's on the line. Good evening, Nigel. Oh, good evening, Ian. All right, how are you? Blimey, they're all coming out of the woodwork. <laughs> they're all coming out of the woodwork. <laughs> Flipping heck. This is um, this is like a walk to, for for those um about to rock. We salute you. This is like a walk down the history of phone-in radio callers. The tall sport golden years. They're golden. Uh, no, okay, well, there are a lot. I, I recognise your voice from um, yes. boring Mike, uh, from talking to Mike Mendoza. <laughs> The Mike, Mike Graham show as well. Yes, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the, the Mike Mendoza show. Okay. If you don't say his name three times, because if you do, oh. we all get sucked up his bumhole. Yeah. Now, <laughs> who's that in the background? Your mum? <laughs> Pardon? Who's that in the background? Mum? Yeah, she's just been coming out of the toilet, so I've got, um, she's just shut the, she's gone in the front room. Is she all right? She's okay, yeah. yeah. She's a bit, bit worried about me going on the radio. Why? Well, because... Uh, the neighbours, you know, they don't like me talking too loud at late at night. Hang on a minute, <laughs> Nigel. The neighbours? What, what? Are you living? Are you living in one of those yeah, Japanese houses with the paper? Neighbours above me. I have to, I have to be quite, pretty quiet in the evening. Oh, you know, so you yeah, but you're quiet. talking on the telephone. You're allowed to talk on the telephone. Yes, I'm okay. On, I'm okay if I don't sing too much. Um, I think that's the trouble. If I sing, it's too noisy. Well, you know, I'm going to have to ask you um, to sing. <laughs> I was where, say, um, wh where have you been for the last ten years? Because um, I've been, I've, I've been uh, on different other radio stations as well. Yeah. Um, the the BBC Radio Kent. I was on oh, at the Christmas time. I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, to, <laughs> but I was with James Well. That was on. Oh, on I'm Talk sorry Talk. to hear that as well. It's <laughs> sad news about James. We'll, we'll do a special show memory of him at some point. But yeah, it, it, they they filmed, but they videoed me singing in the studio, which I was good. They, they put on Facebook on yeah. the BBC Radio Kent Facebook. I bet they did. I bet they did. <laughs> Um, well, that, Nigel, I, I just... can I say that I've got, on the Talk Sport, the Golden Years, I've got most of my videos from the from the Mike Mendoza show. You said it three times. We're all about to be sucked up oh, there. Sorry, very much. sorry about that. We're going to be sucked <laughs> up. Would you like a quick song to finish? Hello. Uh, hello. <laughs> I feel, I Nigel. I, I do my Mrs. Doubtfire for you. I feel, Nigel, that yeah. I have played a, a very, very, very minimum role in this conversation. Mm. 
Oh, well, carry on. <laughs> well, no, I, I, you're, you're, I'm quite happy for you to steamroll all over me. Oh, wait, 444991000. I didn't think I was going to get on the programme. I'm so pleased to be back on the radio well, again. Why would we not let you on? Well, there are various people that don't that are a bit jealous sometimes, aren't there? Who? Who's je well, what, who's jealous of you? Tell, well, tell us. Give me their names. Well, I don't know. But but no, it, sometimes there's so many callers. It is hard no, to get on the no, show. This isn't is, it? No, no, not not on the new talk radio. No, there's not no. that problem. No one has no one has encountered that problem yet. Let's uh, just, just say. I've just sent a message to Miley Cyrus to have a listen uh, about Sorry? five minutes ago. So hopefully um, she's listening to the show. Hang on, hang on one mm. second. <laughs> You just, how did you send a letter, a message to Miley Cyrus? Did I you? did on Facebook about five minutes ago, and then I came, to, I rang your show, and now I've got straight on yet, so well, hopefully did, she, she had a listen. How, how, uh, Miley Cyrus, how, um, well do you know her? Well, quite, well, I do Facebook with her for the last, um, for, uh, last year, I suppose, really. Okie dokie. And yeah. she replies to you, does she? Um, um, oh. well, other, uh, her friends do actually. Somebody called Mike Starr, who's a, a record uh, producer that works with Miley Cyrus. Oh, he sends private message, messages to me at three o'clock in the morning because it's, don't forget it's daytime there yeah, yeah, in America. Yeah. And uh, he helps me with my career a bit, so with different things. Well, my videos are on his Facebook page as well. <laughs> um, and how's the career going? Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm mostly famous from Facebook. Yeah, I haven't got any well, gigs as a drum. I was a drummer for 40 years. And I've got no gigs at the moment. <laughs> but but well, actually, in actual fact, I did work for the uh, a shop, JB's Music Shop in Tum Royal Tunbridge Wells. Yep, 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 yep. I, I did um, I promoted a video for them in the shop. I played the drums and they filmed me and then they put it onto Facebook. So it promoted the um, the shop and I got paid for that. Are you a, are you a good drummer? Because dr everyone yeah. thinks that drumming is easy. Can you do? Can you? Because I can do the boom boom bam bam boom boom bam bam. But can you do your feet at the same time? Uh, of course, yeah. Since I was eleven. Yeah, because that's that's the trick is doing the feet yeah. as well as the hands. Yeah. The hands are easy. It's the feet I'd, as I'd well. I'd love to drum for you tonight, but it, of course it's late, it's too late to do it this time of night, isn't it? Yeah. It, it, well, not um, not for me, it isn't. But I imagine no. your neighbours upstairs. You start getting your your Ludwig's yeah. out, and you're going to be in serious trouble. I, I, but hopefully, people can have a butcher's at me videos on on Facebook or or, or Twitter. I'm on Twitter as well. Oh, what, what are you on Twitter? It's Nigel Reader Twitter. Nigel Reader Free, sorry, yeah, Nigel Reader Free. It goes, takes Nigel Reader? R-E-A-D-E-R. Yeah, yeah. Nigel Reader Free, Twitter. No, number, there we go, here we go. Got it, it's all on there. Hey, look at that, that's a nice jumper. <laughs> it is, is it me drumming? No, it's you, it's you with a microphone, with a posh microphone. Oh. Probably singing a Miley Cyrus song. Yeah, probably. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I don't think... Oh, I could name one Miley Cyrus song, Wrecking, Wrecking Ball. Oh, yeah, but I usually sing ballads. And I like the Whitney Houston songs, like The Greatest Love yeah. of All. They're, they're really... They suit my voice better. Isn't sort of it song. sad about... Um, um, isn't it sad about Whitney? It was terrible, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Michael Jackson I was a big fan of as well. Well, well. well weren't we all, you know? Well, it, well, no. Thriller, and no. that. Yeah, thriller, thriller. All right, well, what are you going to sing for us tonight, then, Nigel? Um, well, uh, should I do an impression? Uh, would you like an impression instead? Oh, no, no, I can do your song if you, you like. You can do both. <laughs> I know we're busy on the phones, but I reckon we can fit you in. Mm. Uh, what should I sing now? Um, I'll do a, 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 a um, Fly Me to the Moon, if you're okay. If, okay? Is beautiful, okay? beautiful. I'll just stand, I'm sitting down. I'll yeah, stand, stand up. up, you can't okay. sing sitting down. Fly me to the moon and let me play amongst the stars. <laughs> let me see what spring is like on Jupiter or Mars. In other words, hold my hand. In other words, 
Darling, kiss me, oh, fill sorry. my heart with song. Let me sing forevermore, because you are all I long for, all I worship and adore. In other words, please be true. In other words, I love you. Scooby dooby 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 doo doo, yeah. Hey, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies, well, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, come on, it don't get much better than that. Bit, pardon? It, I, that was excellent, Nigel. Yes, I need a bit of backing, of course, don't you, when you're singing a song? Yeah, but you can do it a cappulco. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'm it's... a bit nervous, of course. Oh, don't shut you? up, Nigel. You've been doing this longer than I have, for crying <laughs> out loud. <laughs> Nothing to be... Hey, listen, fella, um, Nigel, any time you call in, you've got you, you've got a slot on the show, I promise. Yeah, is that, is that um, uh, every night of the week during the week, is it? Well... Most, the, uh, yes, yes, I've you're said on, it now. You're on, you're on five days a week. I'm on Monday to Friday, Monday to ten Friday. till one at night. Yes. Um, I, I don't. Know, well, I think I should be able to pick your station up, shouldn't I? Cause, because, because uh, <laughs> you've not uh, been listening. But uh, I've got it. It's on Talksport. No, it, I'm on. Sorry, I'm on Talksport Radio. So of course I am. No, yeah, no, I'm on it all the time. No, yeah. we're not. This isn't Talksport. Oh, isn't it? No, this is talk radio, which is oh, different. Is it, is it far from the other one? No, they, I, if I were to open that door now, I could mm. chuck uh, and chuck to a brick. It would hit Andy Goldstein on his big head. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try and find it now, then, because I, well, I, I thought you were on TalkSpot. Sorry. No, it's, hang on, let me just get this right, Nigel. You've not been listening to the show. Well, but I, I didn't know until yesterday, because uh, uh, Russ, Russ told me. So Do you know who I am? Yes, Ian, Ian, Lee, Ian Lee. Beautiful. But, yeah, you can only get it on DAB. And online. So have you got a DAB radio? Uh, I think it is. Yeah, I think it is. If you look, if you've got to retune it and you find Talk Radio on there, or you can go online, talkradio.co.uk, and you can listen on, there. What, on, the face, uh, on the internet. On know? the internet, yeah, yeah, yeah you okay, can have a listen I'll, there. I'll try anyway. All right, nice, nice um, talk to you, mate. So I'll give you a call, I'll give you a call next week. You give us a call whenever you want, buddy, of course you can. And I can do my impression. Of course you can, fella. Lots of love to mum, yeah? Yeah, God bless you. See and, you later, uh, mate. Thanks for letting me on here. Not a problem, I Nigel. It. See you later on. Take care, mate. There we go. Blimey. <clears throat> Well, 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 Nigel, that's a blast from the past. 0844 499 1000. This, this, is, this gig is really interesting, right? I suspect it's going to be a quiet night on the phones, which is absolutely fine by my thing, because I can sit here and talk for England. Um, what's interested me in terms of the calls that I've had is that uh, I've got to fix these headphones. Look, I'm balancing. The way I'm getting this to vaguely work is I'm balancing a wire on top of another wire so it touches some metal. There we go. I'll finger it there. Um, is I'm getting a nice mix of callers from uh, when I used to be at LBC, callers from when um, I used to be at Absolute and Virgin, callers from three counties, and uh, new callers, which is great. And then we're starting to get a mix of historic phone-in radio callers, like Nigel there, which is awesome. Every, listen, guys, on this show, everybody is welcome, right? I've got no... I've got very low standards. Very low standards. Everybody is welcome. 0844 499 1000 is the telephone number. We shall um, give you a call back. Coming up in an hour, we've got Colin Blundstone from the Zombies. The thing about the Zombies, right, I was saying I only got into them recently. I don't know anything about them. I don't know. I know they're from St Albans, and that is, that's kind of it. That's the only real fact I know about them. So I shall be, uh, it'll be interesting to find out. Um, a little bit more about them. 0844 499 1000 is the telephone number. We're going to go to the break a little bit early, please. <laughs> 
Man alive. What day is it? It's Wednesday, isn't it? Something like that. My back is still killing me. Don't worry about that, guys. It's better than it was yesterday. Um, but we'll uh, we'll have some of that. What are we talking about? Well, anything you want, really. Um, kids' films that aren't for kids at all. Well, kids' films, they're too clever. And we've always liked a, a sly wink to the camera for the mums and dads. Put in two... I'll give you three uh, cheekier sides to the camera for the mums and dads, right? Don't make the whole film basically an adult film. Inside Out was an adult film. It was a great film. Oh, it was a great film. Man Alive, it made me think. I was I was in pieces. I know a lot of people were. There were a lot of grown-ups of a certain age were in pieces. M- morning Lost Youth, Wasted Chances, Lost Loves, um, and Mental Fragility. It's a great film if you've if you're got mental illness or someone in your family has got it, right? It's not a film for six-year-olds. It's not exactly a laugh riot. And Zootropolis, I really, I, I, it's had, it's had brilliant reviews and I was really looking forward to it. But there was, it was just so dull and so grown up and boring. It was like a boring grown ups film, Daniel. Hello. Hello, Daniel. Uh, can we play the iPod roulette game, please? Oh, have you got your iPod there? Well, it's not an iPod. It's by Spotify. Well, spot. Well, Spotify. Hang on a second. That, uh, okay. Well, uh, Spotify is infinite, isn't it? Uh, it's my favourite tracks on Spotify. Oh, oh. Okay. How many? Um, how many tracks have you got favourited? Uh, let me have a look. By the way, if one thousand. You... Okay. What? I was just say, if anyone wants to be a judge for this round of iPod roulette, 0844 499 1000 is the phone number to call. Otherwise, it'll be me that's judging. And that would, um, some people might say that was no, a fix. No, 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 you're not judging. Sorry? I don't want to lose out. If you're going to judge, you're going to... Me? You know. I'm a fair judge. No, you're not. How do you know, Daniel? Because I listen to the programme. Yeah, I'm a fair judge. Of what? I'm not going to cheat. You cheat at everything. What are you talking about? Where have you got this from? I'm the programme and we're getting higher and higher. I'm not not a cheat. You are a cheat. Mate, one thing, right? I fight for the underdog. I I like to keep things fair, okay? I... What was that? That was sounds. It was. Uh, it was sounds. It was sounds. He's right. Fair play. That was. That was sounds. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. No one. No one stopped. Hey, yeah, I'm on the phone at the minute. Yeah, well, you might not be for much longer if you keep this cheek up, lad. Here we go. Ta- answer that. We got. We got a judge coming through. It's only boring, Kyle. But never mind. Hey, he sounds impartial. Let's go. He's got an accent like you. What's my accent? I ain't got an accent. Oh shh. Are you a real person? Uh, I think so. Okay, okay. That's quite... uh, Am I a real person? Yeah, we go. Are you? Where's the judge? Kyle? Uh, Hello, Ian. You okay? I'm good. You're going to be the judge tonight, yeah? Kyle? 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 I guess Kyle's not going to be the judge tonight. Try the other caller. Maybe they want to do it. What happened there? 
Right, so, Daniel, you know the yeah. rules, yeah? Yes. It's going, to be, it's going to be a long night tonight, guys, I've got a feeling. Uh, what? It's going to be a long night tonight. Guys, I've got a feeling. Yeah, what have you have let's, you been smoking something? Play the game. I want to play the game. I'm waiting, I'm waiting for, to play the game. I'm waiting for a judge. Do you know the rules of the game? I know the rules of the game. Let's play the game. Right, we got I've three. Got some great tracks lined up waiting here. Yeah, and you're stalling, man. I'm Come trying. On. I'm I'm expl- right, Carl. Are you back? Yeah, yeah, I'm back. I don't. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Why does right, everyone... Did they legalise weed while I've been in the building? Because everyone sounds stoned, I man. Right, OK. You know the rules. There are three rounds. You get one pass. You put your music player on to shuffle. You're cheating a little bit having Spotify. I'll still destroy you. You have to... Um, whoever has the best track wins. Right? Daniel, you go first. OK, so we're just pressing play and... Wait, so it's got to be on random, yeah? Random. Hang on a minute. Random. And we just then we just press play. Well, I don't know how Spotify works. Um, oh, uh, Give me this. I just press play. Here we go. Oh, is, it, is it on random? It, hang on. What is? It? <laughs> is it on random? Yes, it's on random. Beautiful. Okay. In that the game we're playing, we play it on random. Yeah, but I was you you I was just trying to get you to oh, all right, do it. Go on. Can you hear it? No, what is it? Hang on. Hang on. Oh for crying out. Uh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going to be a piece of cake. If he, if this is one of his favourites on Spotify. What is that song, Daniel? It sounds awful. Dan- what? what? What is that song, Daniel? It sounds awful. This is Totally Men. Totally um, Men? Totally Men. Toothbury Men. Totally Men. Two Sweet Men. No, with the an S, it's got an accent of the E. Well, do it, do it, in a, do it in an accent then. What? Do it in an accent then. Tusslin men. Oh yeah, Tusslin men. Uh, by Strong. Strong. Uh, anyway, either um, way, either way, it's rubbish. Right? Are you ready for mine? Alright, hang on. No, I, you don't have to do anything. I do it. Go on then. You ready? Here we go. To me, floating in the river with a saturated liver, and I wish I could forgive her, but I do believe she's living it when she told me to forget it. And I bet you won't forget it when you find me in the morning, wet and drowned. Suddenly, the monkeys and going down, buddy. Now, oh, that's not bad, actually. yeah, that's not bad. The monkeys going down. We go to our celebrity judge, Kyle. Kyle, who wins? To swim here or um, the monkeys <sighs> with going down? Kyle, it's over to you. Well, I'm I'm torn because uh, the the other guy is uh, sounds northern like me. Yeah, However, he, he sounds like yes. I am northern. I'm from up the furthest northern, uh, apart from the other places. Ah, yeah. Oh, mm. oh but isn't well, it just now? Mm. All northern people seem to be quite dull. Oh what? no! All right. Sorry, I was going to give you the Cut. point, Ian, Thank because you. Yep. I didn't understand the word he said. Yep, yep, yep. What? Yep. Thank you. Right, so it's 1-0. Right, I go first. I go first on this one. Blimey, it's like... 
Oh, uh, that's that, that. You know, I've made, making this hard work. Oh, no, my iPod has gone all funny. Hang on a second. Right, let me get... Um, oh, ladies and gentlemen, I mean... It's Eleanor Rigby, but okay. it's Eleanor... Yeah, OK. But notice it's a different version. It's not the Beatles version. It's the version from the Give My Regards to Broad Street soundtrack. Boom! And I'm sticking with that. Beat that, Daniel! Alright. It's the Kings of Leon. <laughs> and, uh, I'm sorry. Why would you favourite the Kings of Leon? Kyle, it's over to you. The Kings of Leon and one of their boring songs about uh, having fire sex, or Paul McCartney covering himself with Eleanor Rigby. <sighs> no, I'm torn now because is it the first one of two wins? Well, yes. Is that well? Oh. But you're right. Now, you know, I'm a massive Beatles fan, and especially I have the album. It's a good album. But... Yes? But I can't give it to you because I want the game to go to its natural conclusion, oh, and it kills me to say it. Well, it's got to be Darren. You can't... Oh, it's got to be. You can't just do that because you want the game to carry on. Uh, I'm yes, enjoying it. you can. He's the judge. In this situation, he's the judge. And... The judges will rules, obviously. Okay. Right. So, um, okay, so you get that. So it's one all. So it's the final round. Daniel, over to you. Yes. You've still got your pass. Uh, okay, here we go. I'm going to press skip. You, oh, well, hang on a minute. All right, so, what, so what, what's coming up? Not this one. No, well, tell us what it is, and then before you pass on it. It's this one. This is the best one, yes. Well, hang on a minute. You can't... Cry it out loud. What? Have you passed? No, I haven't passed. This is what I'm going with. Oh, Divine Comedy. You know what it is? The Divine Comedy, National Express. Good song. Good song. It's a fantastic song. Right, okay. I'm going to go. No, let's just listen to a bit of this well, no, for a little while. I'll be, I'll be honest, we can't really hear it. What? Right, here comes my one. Here we go. You ready? On shuffle and play. Turn it off. <laughs> yeah. Not not just any wipeout, guys. It's the Fat Boys and the Beach Boys. But do you know what? Um, am I going to play this or pass this? I'm going to pass. I'm oh, using God. my pass. Let's see where we go. Are you ready? Oh, game over, guys. Game over. You ready? Go on. Here it comes. Get ready for the catchy intro. Do, 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 Where the lumber market used to stand Before that they pulled up a bowling alley 
On the side that used to be the local pally. He's having a fit. Sorry? I can't dance Sorry, Daniel? What was that? That was the King's Mate Come Dancing. 1986 went to number four in the charts. Kyle, it's between whatever boring song Daniel had or Come Dancing by the Kinks. Very difficult, Ian. Very difficult. Massive divine uh, comedy fan. Seen him a few times. However, you would have you would have won it straight off with the the Beach Boys remix. Oh, but uh, but go on. No, you, you you've you've still won it, mate, with the Kinks because they're amazing. Yeah. They're amazing. What's he doing now? We're not doing another round, Daniel. It's finished. Daniel? Yes? It's finished, mate. Turn your computer off. Go to bed. Close down your Twitter account. It's all over, buddy. Close your Twitter account down. It's finished. Bye, Daniel. This is what you could have... Thank you, Carl. Although you should have really let me win when I won it properly. That was cheating. Well, no, I was, I was extending the... There we go. 844 is the phone number. We'll start the show. Let's start the show after this. Well, that was better than I uh, imagined. Not the game of iPod roulette. That was an embarrassment for um, anybody involved in broadcasting. Oh, man alive. Even Ian Lee, Talk Radio, here Monday to Friday, 10 to 1. I should tell you, by the way, dear listener, we have a podcast. There's a daily podcast. And um, you can go to uh, iTunes. You type in Ian Lee, Talk Radio, it pops up. Uh, doing very nicely on the charts. Kind of bounces between about number 10 and number 33, which I'm very happy with. You can get it on all your other usual podcast uh, providers as well. Uh, yeah. uh, if you want to take part in the show, I don't don't bother texting in. I don't really, I don't like texts. I can, I've got a text machine in front of me, but I don't really like it. So don't bother with that. You can tweet me, at Ian Lee. It's better, though, guys. It's much better for everybody concerned uh, if you uh, use the telephone to uh, to call 0844 499 1000. We'll give you a call back, so don't worry about that. Geeky Girl's on the line. Good evening, Geeky Girl. Hello, good evening, Ian. You're very breathy today. Where have you been running upstairs? Oh, well, I, I have four flights. I just got in. Uh, d- really? Yeah, I just got in. I've been uh, out this evening, so I'm afraid I've only just tuned into your show. <laughs> you haven't missed anything. It's been a very poor start to the show. Oh, wonderful. How about we, we turn that frown upside down or whatever? Ooh. Shall we work some magic here? Let's work some radio magic, guys. Yeah. Radio yeah. magic. Uh, I have to blame you for something. Uh, it's not mine. Honestly, you <laughs> need to get a DNA and then speak to my solicitor. Well, hold on. You see, I think it's... It, I, maybe I can blame you. I don't know, but what the hell... What the hell was the 70s? Sorry? I've just been to see the most... What the odd, hell What the hell was the 70s? Awful film, yeah, and I'm going to blame the 70s. Was and... it High Rise? No. Oh, go on then. What was it? I can describe it, and then you can tell me what it was called. Okay, fine. Yes, go on. I think it was a famous one. So it starts off, they're in a country house. Yes. Little little girl in a red coat, she drowns herself. Okay. And then uh, the father, he he keeps looking at slides uh, of church buildings. Of course he does, yes. And he's cuts his finger and it bleeds um, yeah. on the slide. And there's all these shots of him in Venice and his wife in Venice. Right. Then there's this blind elderly lady who yes. um, 
seals the face of the mum in the toilets in Venice. Right, right. And says she can see the dead daughter. Of course she can. Uh, yeah, of course she can. Um, by feeling her, her face, and there's a grumpy sister. I feel I like know. I'm living this film in real time. Oh, hold on! I'll speed it up. I'll give you the synopsis. Sorry, uh, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, re- I'm just. Well, I you can't. went to see this at the pictures. No, a little local uh, place where they show films and well, you can the, have drinks and y- things. A cinema. Uh, no, like a little club, a little cafe club kind of place. And they showed the weird film with the blind woman touching women up in toilets. Well, it gets even worse. That blind woman was groaning and moaning. <laughs> she oh. was essentially massaging her chest while it... she was channeling this dead kid. And then the bloke didn't realise he was psychic. And then, and then he was running down lots of alleyways in Venice. And the mum had to go back to England and flew back. And then, oh, is it got um, 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 Jack Bauer's dad in it? Sutherland, Donald Sutherland. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then he's. And Julie, um, um, Judy, Julie, um, 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 oh, what's her name? I know the film, Don't Look Now. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the ending, what? Who came up with that and why? Julie Christie, Julie Christie, that's it, Julie Christie. Possibly. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. I didn't know that. I've had loads of people tweeting me. I've not, I've not seen it. It, it sounds awesome. Isn't, um, apparently there's a cracking rumpy pumpy scene, says uh, Rob. Well, it looked like he was missing, if I might be blunt. Oh, what, what was he blunt? Or was he sharp? <laughs> well, I don't know, but I think... I, I'm just would you, would you eat it if it fell into there. a sink? Oh, is that tonight's phone-in? No, <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, that was the oh, tale was, of yesterday's. That was, uh, Ed. Ed yes. and you had different standards, didn't you, with the sausages yeah. and the sink? Um... Well, well I, so this is like one of those um, cinema clubs, that, <laughs> film clubs that they have. Well, um, yeah, it's, it's just around a mate's really house. Cheap. It's a cheaper uh, evening out, really nice supper and a movie. Do they have, here's the, here's the question, do they have the legal right to show those films? Because oh. you know what, the beginning of the films, I don't know if it says it now, but it used to say, you may not show this film on coaches, in prisons, in mm-hmm. schools, mm-hmm. or in any public viewing. Oh, well, maybe it's not a public viewing if it's a club. Is that? Hand-wavy. Well, if they're selling tickets, then it's a public... No, what? not selling tickets. You pay for the meal and you can watch the film. We've got, we got an, uh, a, a message from uh, Ian on, on Twitter. Apologies, as I, I feel I ask this a lot, but I have one question. What's going on? Ian, <laughs> I've got literally no idea. I've got a blinding headache. I've got... I'm in a bit... Uh, do you know what, Geeky? I've got a bit of a cob on today, if I'm honest. Oh, no. We were supposed to... We were supposed to be interviewing Graham Nash earlier on. You know Graham Nash, oh, yes, of course. Yes, I, yeah, I saw you tweeting about that. You right. were nervous. Very nervous. Interviewing the Graham Nash from the Hollies, yeah. Crosby, Stills and Nash. I love Crosby, Stills and Nash, and mm. I like the Hollies a lot, too, as well. But I prefer Crosby, Stills and Nash, right? Mm. Um, he's got a new album out that's actually brilliant, right? Oh. Yeah, it, it is brilliant. Very melancholy. It's It sounds like a man saying goodbye to the world, right? But it's a really okay. good album, really strong album. And I've been looking forward to this for the last two weeks. Booked at six o'clock, right? Mm. Katha booked him for six o'clock, mm. right? So I had to, um, I had the kids today, so I had to leave them with their grandparents, and my youngest was very upset, and I had to leave ridiculously early, so I didn't get a chance for a doze, and I had to leave the kids, and I had to pay the congestion charge, because I drove oh. into to London earlier, so I had to be so London-centric. And I yeah. got here on time, got here about yeah. 20 minutes before 6 o'clock. Yeah. Very good. Kath rocks up at quarter past 6, mm-hmm. 15 minutes after we're supposed to be starting the interview, mm-hmm. and she went, I'm so sorry, I haven't got a phone number for him. 
<laughs> oh, I went, sorry. She goes, yeah, I made a big mistake and I hadn't, I forgot to get the phone number. So I've booked the interview and I've not got a phone number for him. <laughs> so the Graham Nash interview never flipping oh, happened. no. I'm so sorry to hear that. Yep, yep, yep. You were so excited. Yep, yep, yep. I was absolutely gutted. Oh, absolutely no. gutted. Can you believe that, Rosie? This is Kath we're talking about. Yeah. She, oh, my God. Dear. Yeah, I know. She dropped the ball. She balls up. I, I managed to get her. It's like it's like we lived in East Germany, right? And I managed to smuggle her out of East... Which was the good one and which was the bad Germany? Um. Well, we, we were in with the West. Okay, right. Oh, yeah. but you, there's a question mark hanging over that geeky girl. Yeah. So, okay, well. it's like we were in East Germany, right? And I, I, I got a pass to go out for the day, and I put her in the boot of my car and smuggled her out. <sighs> BBC Three Counties Radio being East <laughs> Germany, Talk Radio being West Germany, the decadent. Oh, right, okay. West, right, you got, yeah. <laughs> you, you're, they're the Stasi in this. Uh, yes, exactly, exactly. Wow. So they're the Stasi, right? And I brought her out, and she said, oh, me do... I'm trying to do a German accent, but it's sounding racist. Oh, I'm from Germany. I'm from Germany. I can't do a German accent. Wow. I'm from Germany. It's Japan, isn't it? Ja- yes, Japanese German. No, 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 no I'm, tr- I'm, tr- I'm genuinely... Uh, what, what is this? What is this? What is this? I'm coming... You German at school, Ian. Yeah, that is good. That is good, yeah. The day there. I'm coming with you, Ian, and I'm going to make sure I do all the good things for you. And I'll be getting the guests. I'll be getting the Graham Nash from the Cosby Seals Nash for you. Right? Oh. So she's made all these promises, and she's not been able to deliver the promises. Oh, yeah. oh she, I bet she feels awful. Good, good, good. I bet she's laughing. I, yeah, I, do you know what? I bet she's doing... Oh, I'm sorry, oh, I'm sorry mate. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, I've left a broken-hearted child. I've had to pay £11 for the congestion oh. charge. I've, I've had to sit around for four hours being laughed at by the talk sport guys because they, oh. they think I'm a wimp. Are you tripping on Neurofen? No, oh, I've just taken some as I've been talking okay. to you, so it's going to kick okay. in a bit. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that <laughs> might help. So no Graham... Nash. How about Ray Davis instead? What about what? Ray Davis or Dave Davis? Dave Davis is coming on. Dave Davis is coming on. Ray might come on, but Dave is definitely coming on at some point in the future. Oh, great. I've got some questions you can ask him. What about? Oh, not like that. No, no, no. Well, I don't know because he had a stroke, so he might not remember, but... Um, about eating a dead man's oh, penis. Can we, the, the, the dead man's penis was last night's show. Oh. I don't <laughs> want to touch that again. Draw a line, okay. Draw a line around it and then mm. remove it. But leave yeah. that mark there so that the police, when they do their investigations, they'll know exactly where yes, that, that, that. Who do, do they still, do they actually, has anyone, if anyone has ever drawn a, a, drawn a, a chalk drawing around a, a body of any kind, human or animal, or vegetable, or mineral, then um, 0844-499-1000. Do, do they really do that? Why would they do that? Oh God! Where was what program was it where they drew a chalk line around a squirrel? What? What? It's like a it's squirrel. Dead squirrel. I don't know if it was The Simpsons or something like that. No, but why? But why do they do that? Why do they? Why? It's dead, wouldn't it? Why would they draw around a dead man or woman? Oh, in case it moves. Wasn't wasn't a chalk the next move up? Didn't they used to use like? straight bits of masking tape and have trouble going around the corners and curves. But and why would they do the that? Job. Why would anyone need to know that? Oh, um, like Columbo, didn't they need to know how they died and to find who did it? You don't know how someone died because they got chalk or they were killed by chalk poisoning. 
That's what done it. What, what did you call in for, Rosie? Um, God, not... Oh, yes, did you go swimming today? No. No. Oh, oh no. I was, I was going to, but my back was so bad uh, that I'm, we're going to go tomorrow. I'm, I'm kind of hoping that it, 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 it eases up a bit so I can go tomorrow. No, instead we went and saw the awful Zootropolis. Oh, uh, yeah, you should have gone swimming. I went, this is the first time I've been swimming for, for a year. Yeah. You don't really go swimming with a six and a four-year-old. You spend a lot of time puffing up their armbands. Oh, no, I, did, I did once, yeah. We spend a lot of time in the hot tub as well. They love the hot tub. Ooh, oh, jacuzzi special. doesn't have one of those. Oh, well, they, they do where, where I go, because mm. I'm posh. I'm very, very posh. Hey, I did something in the cinema, and this is verboten. This is actually illegal in cinemas, right? And you can get chucked out for this. I know people who've been chucked out for it. Oh. I took my own food in. Oh, I'm always doing that. You're not allowed to. They can I chuck know, you out for that. You have to hide it. Yeah, oh, yeah, I, took, I, I hid it in a rucksack, and I, I, co- I put their coats over <laughs> yeah. it. In case they looked in it, I put their coats over it. And I felt really... We bought popcorn, right? But then he said, do you want any drinks of that? I went, no, no. Do you want no, anything else of that? Thirsty. Anything else of that? No. I reckon there's popcorn. And the boy's going, but we're hungry, Daddy. I said, no. Popcorn will be enough. <laughs> popcorn will... The popcorn will be enough. It was 3D as well. 3D's well... Ex- 3D's well, fun with kids. 3D is fun with kids for the first five minutes. Because the kids... All the kids in the cinema start reaching out in front of them to try oh. and grab stuff. <laughs> Sweet. But they're not paying for the privilege of 3D, which <laughs> I was, because it's well expensive. What about 4D? Have you seen that? Yeah, 4D is spray, isn't it? Bit of water, bit yeah, of the... air, puff, puff, £100, please. Oh, yeah, the fourth dimension what? is um, uh, scent and water being sprayed on you. Anybody knows the fourth oh, dimension is... For 100 quid? Did you say 100 quid, geeky girl? Well, I'm just, I'm just um, exaggerating. I don't know how much it is, but it's expensive, 4D yeah. stuff. Yeah. God, I thought seven pound was expensive. <laughs> seven pound? Where do you live? The north. Hemel. Well, yeah. near Hemel. Wow. Not that near, but no, yeah. nearish. That's the nearest oh. cinema to me. That is a cheap cinema. Really? God, and... I'm I'm tight. What I'm afraid. I just don't have any money. <laughs> oh, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought someone dying with poster paint coming out of their body instead of blood. There we go. I think that on, on that bombshell, we can say, thank you very much, Geeky Girl. Thank you, Rosie. Um, I'm not sure we got to uh, either of their points. <laughs> I don't think... I don't think we got to either of their points. It doesn't matter. That's kind of the way it goes. 0844-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to uh, um, uh, give us a call. You can do. Uh, Colin Blundstone from the, the Zombies is coming on in about half an hour's time. I'm quite, I get, well, I was, I was dead nervous about, um, John Sebastian. I was really nervous about Graham Nash, but then that didn't happen. So that was, that was kind of wasted, uh, wasted energy. Um, uh, I, 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 I know so little about the zombies that, which is going to be, it's either going to be a really awkward interview or it's going to be one of the best darn interviews you've ever heard in your life. Uh, if you want to give us a call, you're more than welcome to 0844 Um, you can uh, tweet me at Ian Lee. This is Ian Lee and you're listening to Talk Radio. Talk Radio. Evening, Ian Lee, Talk Radio. If you want to give us a call, I suggest doing it kind of sort of now-ish, because the next 30 minutes are going to be free. After midnight, we, we seem to have slipped into this routine of taking calls straight to air. I don't know if I'm going to keep doing that, but um, let's just see how we get on for, for the moment, shall we? Um, Colin Blundstone from The Zombies on at half eleven. But if you want to give us a call, now will be an excellent time. 0844 499 1000. Don't worry about the cost, because we call you back. Here's the news. <laughs> 
That, dear listener, is, um, um, well, I don't quite know what that is, dear listener, if I'm completely honest with you. I don't quite know. Uh, Ian Lee, Talk Radio, 0844. 499-1000 is the telephone number. I suspect it's going to be a quiet night tonight. What a bizarre first hour of the show. And I've done some um, uh, bizarre phone-ins, but um, that was that was odd, if I'm completely honest. It was, that was a little bit, you know, th- th- weird. I suspect um, it, will, uh, it will be a quiet one tonight. I-, I suspect we're getting a touch of the Julias. The Julia Hartley Brewers. No phone calls whatsoever. <laughs> But that's. But I'm not. I'm not so shouty, sir. I don't know if she shouts in the radio, or if it's just in the office. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I'll. I'll have to tune in one day and, uh, uh, and listen to it. But maybe. Uh, maybe you could do uh, that, Sarah. You've not put your phone down properly. Whoever Sarah might be, um, you, you've not put your phone down properly. So um, we we can't call you back. Which is, if I'm completely honest, hey. There's um, a fella with a bionic penis, and I don't mean Vernon Kay. Poor old Vernon. Poor old Vernon. Vernon, come and have a look at me in my swimsuit. What, not you again? Yeah, 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 go on, it'll be fine. This time it's different. Okay. Oh, blimey. Oh, blimey. I like Vernon. I like Vernon. Vernon used to call me when I was at another radio, when I was at LBC, used to call me as Mark in the Park. Um, bless him, poor old sausage. I hope they sort it all out. No, this man's got a seventy thousand pounds bionic penis, and there's a picture of it. A draw. It's a drawing. It's a droopy drawing. Now, when it says, <laughs> it's, it's not technically. I don't think it's actually bionic because but bionic. You'd. Uh, I imagine bionic to uh, mean um, an eye that you can see through. For like X-ray, he had uh, Steve Austin had an X-ray eye, didn't he? Um, I don't know if this gentleman has, but um, his name is Muhammad Abad. Muhammad Abad reckons he has plenty to offer potential partners after being fitted with his seventy thousand pounds, eight inch. <coughs> is that all? Bionic penis. That was my nickname at school. But the lonely security guard. <laughs> Ian, note, let me just write this. I've got to write down a little note to myself, sorry. Before laughing at a story, read the whole story. Okay. But the lonely security guard who lost his virginity this year, age 44, has been unlucky in his quest for love. He said he has joined several online dating sites with no success. Well, he's had success once. I've joined Match.com and an Asian dating site. I'm all, you know, you get these these sites. It's like um, meet Asians, meet blacks, meet whites, meet Christians, meet you get you know you get these. Uh, I'm all up for that because we've all got a type, haven't we? We've got a type. I know what my type is, and um, th- there is a specific type. And it, so th- some people get some people get pr- pretend angry about um, it's it's racist. It's racist that there are Asian dating sites and Muslim dating sites. It's right. What about white people? What about white Christians? Well, there are white Christian sites as well. There's sites for everyone and it's brilliant. It's brilliant because we've all got a type. Mohammed said, I won't do the voice. I'm very lonely and I would love to find someone. So far, I've had no feedback. Not one date. 
I'd be eternally grateful if someone helped me find... Oh, this is heartbreaking. I wonder if I've got any sad music. Hang on a minute. Let's get some sad music to... Um, I can make this a little bit more powerful. Where is it? Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Here's some sad music. Let's try this. Here we go. Oh, computer, play. Sad music's for Mohammed's story. Okay. No, 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 no. That's not... Yeah, we've got some sad music. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Bring it. Probably not appropriate. Um, there we go. There we go. There we go. <clears throat> Muhammad, I won't go into the details of how he lost his manhood. Because <laughs> it's actually, it's, hor- it's horrible. It was a road accident. It was originally fitted with a makeshift fleshy tube that had no sensation. Story of my life. But in 2012, he had life-changing surgery that gave him a bionic replacement made of nerves and skin from his arm. He says, I've got a lot to give. Eight inches. The ultimate goal is to have two kids, but I need to find somebody first. Oh, this is hard. This is genuinely heartbreaking. Mohammed, who lives in Edinburgh, had full sex for the first time this year after turning to escort, escort Charlotte Rose, 35. She waived the usual £160 an hour fee after learning how he split from his wife before his penis was fully functional. Mohammed revealed, and now you're about to lose sympathy for him. Mohammed revealed he still regretted waiting until the wedding night before telling his bride he could not consummate their marriage. Oh, now that is out of order. That is out of order. That is naughty. He said, I broke down and told her. She was obviously upset and hurt, but accepted me the way I was. But in the end, there is only so much a person can take, or not take, Mohammed. As the case may be. Mohammed has also told how he was worried about his encounter with Charlotte as she was initially silent when she saw his penis. But then she told him, it's incredible. He revealed, I lay there with a big cheesy grin on my face. I'm glad those last three words were there. It's a work of art. They've thought about it and fashioned it. I have sensation now. It can stay up for days. And now we're going to find out how it works. Are you listening at home? The bionic penis has been fitted with two tubes which fill with liquid from his stomach when he presses a button in his testicles. Another button drains the penis, so it deflates. I can't, I can't read it anymore. I can't read it anymore. I can't read anymore. I can't read anymore. It's a, I'm, I'm, I'm worried about going to Rob on the back of Muhammad. Rob? Hello! Are you going to treat that story with the sensitivity that um, um, Chasing Cars by Snow Patrol um, suggests it, it should have? There's something in common there with uh, that story, and uh, I don't know what the link is, though. I'm just trying to think. Snow Patrol. 
A man with a penis. No. Any ideas? Hey, the music's chasing cars and he lost it in a car accident. He shouldn't have been chasing cars. Although some of those cars are so darn sexy. Hey, there's a thing. What's yes? the word, Catherine, that I learnt tonight for people who want to summon up demons and ghosts so they can have sex with them? It's, um, what's the... What's, Weirdos. What's the word, Catherine? Come, 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 it was, no, 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 no. It's, um... The people on the Spectrophiles. bus. Spectrophiles. 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 We're going to try... You don't, you don't see that next file, do you? We're going to try and get some spectrophiles on the air. Good luck with that. <laughs> Someone's tweeted, would you eat a bionic penis if you dropped it in the sink? Come on now. Come on now. Come on. Come on now. Hey, well, what can I do if you... Uh, <laughs> everyone's been so... Stop it. Um, I rig it up because mum and dad are fighting. Are you and Catherine upset? I'm furious with her. Right, I can make this up to you. Yeah, go on, mate. You're not going to believe who I've just bumped into at the local spa. Go on, who? Graham William Nash. You've got Graham... You've met Graham Nash? Graham, he's here. He's going to sing for you. Oh, brilliant. This is this is this makes up for Kath completely ballsing up the interview that I've been looking forward to. It set my heart on, made me come in early, made me leave one of my children at home crying. Um, and now uh, we've got we've got Graham Nash. That's awesome. So he's going to say, can I clean back the kind of bash shandy I've had to bribe him with? Or is that? Is that I'm afraid that's 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 a, d- a donation to the cause. Thank you. All right, he's going to do he's going to do something from Nash, Young, and Crosby. Here we go. Yeah, just hang on. Here we go. Right, can you hear it? Yes, can, can. Very exciting. Here we go. Boobs! I'm a boobs! Yeah! yeah. yeah. Oh, okie dokie. For, for, for a second, I believed him. There was no need to. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Donna! Hello. Hello, Donna. Hello. Hello, Donna. Hi, Hi. Ian. How Hi. are you? Hi there, Donna. Hi. Hi. Right. Uh, well, I'm not phoning about... Um, Muhammad Abed? No, OK. That's a shame. No, no, nothing like that. No, it was more sort of about children's films I was phoning in about. Well, OK, that's, uh, that's, it's kind of a quantum yeah. leap, but we can do that. Yeah, go on. Something a bit... Turn your, ra- turn really. your radio off. Um, I was thinking, the Lorax. Have you seen the Lorax? Oh, the, do you know what? You know Dr Seuss? Yeah. He's boring. The cat in the hat was a bit of a... They're they're boring. It's just boring writing. He's not a real doctor. I know. It's a bit... Not very good, is it, really? But the Lorax kind of touched me, really, I thought, the film. Anyway... Is he working for the BBC? (laughs) Turn your radio (laughs) off, Donna! Oh, yeah, sorry. That's all right. (laughs) Wait there. Oh, wait there. Got it there. I've never phoned in before, so I could tell. this is the first time. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm pleased. I'm pleased. No. You have. Honestly, this Zootropolis today, well, the, the, one of my boys liked it, but the, the youngest one said, Daddy, can we go home? Halfway through it, I, I had to, it was it was oh, so dull. It was just full of... It was, it was it was an adult film. It, what they, hadn't, they hadn't made it for kids. Oh. What's just wrong? I've, not, I've seen it advertised, but I've not gone and seen it. My daughter's 11, so I get... That's all I get to see is all these kids' films, so... I went to see Batman versus Superman, and I thought that was a bit of a letdown, really. It was a bit, uh... With a, with, hang on. You took an 11-year-old to see Batman versus Superman? Yeah, Is it, not a, bit, is it not a bit violent? Um, it was a bit, yeah. 
But she enjoyed it anyway. But <laughs> it's it's had terrible reviews that film, but I'd I'd still quite like to see it. I might wait till it comes out on Hooky DVD. Yeah, you should try that. I'll go down to the local club. It's, it's not like the Batman. You know, the Batman. I prefer the really old Batman from the sixties, but this one is kind oh. of like a robot. Hang on a second. And clumpy ears. Hang on. Clumpy... Hang on, Catherine. Get Adam West on the show. Yeah. That's who. That's who we're going to get. Yeah. That's who yeah, we're going to get. We will yeah. have in. I, I guarantee. In the one. next couple of weeks, we are going to have Adam West on this show. That's what we're going to do. He gives a. He gives a. He gives a brilliant interview, Adam West. He gives a brilliant interview. Right, we'll have him on. Excellent. That's yeah. a good suggestion, oh, Donna. Well, Thank I'm you. Now. You've never called now. in before, and you've already suggested a guest for us to book. That's brilliant. Well, that's good. You thought of that more than Well, me. yeah, but you planted oh, no. you planted the seed, yeah, unlike Mohammed Abed. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, I was disappointed with Batman's suit, that's all. Yeah. Uh, the ba- thing is, Batman's not a superhero, because he's got no superpowers. All he is is a rich guy with gadgets. Yeah. So if Batman and Superman did actually have a fight, Superman would destroy him. And he doesn't even fix all these gadgets himself. He's he got gets, somebody else to do it all for Gets him. Alfred to do it, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. he does it all. Yeah. Does all the work. No, nah, I'm not. I'm not having that actually. I'm but, not having any. Uh, of that. Yeah, yeah. And disappointing ending as well in that. Well, one. don't tell us. Don't give us a spoil- no, I won't no. spoil it. I won't spoil it for everyone. Spoil no. it. All right, Donna. Well, listen. For a first yeah. call, that was pretty good. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, do it, do it again, yeah. won't you? Oh, well, I might, I might phone in again then right. sometime. Cheers, my dears. Have a good night. Yeah, it's, um, I'm enjoying the show, by the way. I've been listening from the start. Oh, so. blimey. Well, we're getting there. We're, we're still warming. I'm, I'm on, a, on about 45% power at the moment. You wait till we, we get flying. Oh, right, okay. Cheers, my dears. Ta-ta. I'll wait for 499 Oh, wait, 444-499-1000. Colin Blundstone from The Zombies coming on soon. Very, very excited. Very excited. Turns out they've written one of my favourite songs of all time, and I hadn't heard it until about three weeks ago. Yeah, we'll get Adam West on. That's what we'll do. Yeah, that's what we'll do. Hey, you know sport is rubbish, right? And, um, um, I don't really do sport, because it's rubbish, and, um, every time I walk through, I have to walk through the talk sport offices to, um, to get to the talk radio cupboard. And um, they either um, get their wangers out and wave them at me, or they spit at me, or they do make me do something humiliating. Right, uh, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Right, but there's a brilliant tennis story in the papers. Did you know, dear listener, men and women have different balls when it comes to tennis? They've got different balls. I'd never heard this. Why is this? This is like when... Uh, do you remember when uh, horse racing, about 20 years ago, turns out horse racing was fixed? Oh, really? Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Never, never would have guessed. Right. Well, this is, this is surely as big a scandal as that. This is outrageous. Simon says, how come you don't have beds playing when talking to callers? It sounds strange about them. Because I haven't got... A f- I tell you why, Simon. Um, because I haven't got a, a direct control over the volume. I'm having to do it all through my Mac, and controlling the volume through my Mac is tricky. I haven't got a fader. I'm getting a fader in a few weeks, and boy, when I get a fader, it's going to be bed city. We're going to be, um, it's going to be the bed shop, and it's going to be beds everywhere. Do you trust me? Soon as this number four turns into a fader that I can use, oh, it's going to be beds everywhere. Imagine, it's going to be beds everywhere. Oh, wait, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. 
Andy Murray has served up a little-known fact during an on-court outburst that women's tennis balls are different to the ones used by male players. How the... Why does... This is amazing! This is genuinely, absolutely amazing! Why did we not know about this? Let's read on. It turns out that they're less fuzzy, which makes them faster. So, hang on, who's the fuzzies? I think women's are less fuzzy, so they go faster. Murray, 20, 28 years old. I'm Andy Murray and I'm 28 years Thanks for my birthday card, Mum. You didn't open the birthday card fast enough! Oh, sorry about that, Mum. He's 28. He looks older than me and I'm ancient. Murray, 28, let the cat out of the bag during a heated exchange with an umpire during the Miami Open. 0844 499 The leftover ball from a women's match was plucked from a flower bed by an unsuspecting ball boy. And uh, let's let's all just take a moment to uh, acknowledge the unsung heroes of tennis, the ball boys and indeed the ball girls. They say that every year, in the, towards the end of the first week of Wimbledon, when it's getting even more boring, they'll do um, a big double-page spread on the unsung heroes of uh, tennis, the ball boys and the ball girls. They're sung all the flipping time. Are they actually children? Or, because that those working conditions look pretty tough. You try staying crouched down with on one knee for I mean, how long does a tennis match go on for? Like five hours, and it can get really hot, right? So imagine it's a hundred degrees. You're crouched down on one knee. You're in centre court. There are thousands of people watching you there. Millions of people watching you worldwide. That is a lot of stress to put on a young person. They have to be um, tiny actors, don't they? Um, the leftover ball from a women's match was plucked from a flower bed by an unsuspecting ball boy and became mixed up with the balls being used in Murray's game. As soon as he noticed, he noticed. That's how sad he is. He noticed that they're different. The world number two confronted umpire Mohamed Layane, saying angrily, That's unbelievable. That's one of the women's balls. I could have just hit a shot with that. This is, I find this amazing. Although the rogue ball was removed, Murray lost the game. He then had another go at Mr. Lahirani, saying, It's not right. Do you know how different the balls are? He later continued, It's unacceptable to have one of those balls in there. What that? What does that even... Why? If there's anybody who likes tennis, and I'm guessing you don't, I'm guessing like me, you don't like sports. That's why you're not listening to Goldstein on Talk Sport. Uh, can you explain why the hell there are different balls in tennis? Oh, wait, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. The row brought to light the curious anomaly that some tennis tournaments use balls with slightly different coatings for men's and women's matches. Rules laid, laid down by the International Tennis Federation, boring, state all tennis balls must be the same diameter and weight. However, the makeup of the outer coating. Oh, oh, it's getting bored. Getting bored. Getting bored. Just so, tell me why has it got different tennis balls? It doesn't seem right. Anyway, he got beaten and he was blaming it on um, women's balls. 
That'll learn him. Hey, speaking of uh, learning things, uh, I, I, have you seen those in um, B and Q the other day? Do we know? Remember what? Do we remember what B and Q stands for, guys? I told you the other day. Do you remember? Block and quail. How do I know that? Because one New Year's Eve, I staggered home. I was at my mum's. It was I was probably about twenty-one. I staggered home to my mum's and turned on. I think probably old talk radio might have been old true. And they, uh, I remember them saying that they were having like a rolling quiz, <laughs> and that was one of the questions. And it stuck with me. It's the only thing I remember of that night is that B and Q stands for block and quail. He's only just moved to England, but Brad Pitt is already embracing British traditions. Now, there's a picture of him at the store in West London, right? He looks more like John Ronson, if I'm completely honest, in this picture, who's also coming on the show soon, guys. Really? Oh, yes. He looks more like John Ronson than Brad Pitt. He's got the peak cap on uh, and, and the glasses. The peak cap and the glasses. The disguise. The American actor, that's what he does, right? was spotted shopping at DIY store B&Q on Monday, apparently preparing to spend the bank holiday doing a touch of spring cleaning. Well, it doesn't say which one it was. Pitt, 52. Doesn't he look good for it, guys? Doesn't he look good for 52? Was casually dressed in a black coat and flat cap. He left shoppers amazed as he visited a branch in West London with two of his six children, with wife, actress Angeline. Well, hang on a minute. Surely that's more of a story, isn't it? Angelina Jolie, who's kissed me. That's true. And so she, she said, I thought she thought I was funny and she kissed me. OK, that's fine. Uh, surely that's more of a story. Angelina Jolie spotted in B&Q. Uh, oh, here we go. Here we go. And this person should get the sack. Somebody should get the sack. A B&Q worker shared a picture of his trip on Twitter. Sack him. Get him on straight away if you can. Uh, give him a call straight back. Get him on straight away. Um, you, you can't go around taking pictures of customers and things like that. Uh, you can't do that. That's inappropriate behaviour. It's inappropriate behaviour, Barry. What's this? Sorry, I, I assumed you were listening and that's well, why you called in. I was speaking to your operative, so I missed that last bit. Right. Well, what, what Brad Pitt was spotted yeah. in um, Block and Quail. Yeah. Oh, we're being cute. Yeah, well done. Thank you. What was he buying? Because we've got some lovely garden furniture there. I expect he could do with a sign at a barbecue, maybe. I don't know. It doesn't say what he was buying. The, some hooks. The worker who... Lovely screws. Well, he's got Angelina Jolie. Hey! What have you called in for, Baz? Where do you get off slagging off uh, Wimbledon? Sorry? Where do you get off uh, uh, slagging off Wimbledon? Sorry? Where do you... You don't need to. Huh? What what do you mean? What's your beef? Oh, I don't like tennis. No. Don't like sports. No. What do you like? What do you mean? What? What does that mean? It's what, what made this country tennis. wonderful. Tennis, tennis made this country wonderful. Still speaking. You daft old sausage. Wimbledon is one of the one of the main tenets of. It's tennis. It's tennis. Tenants. Tennis. 
we went there last year. Yes. It's a wonderful day out. My Margaret and I, for many years, have tried to go to Wimbledon. And we went there, and I said, and we had a bit of champagne. Oh, yeah. We had, uh, we had uh, strawberries, I give her. She had about three punnets of strawberries. Yeah. Unfortunately, we, we saw, you can see what's going to happen. <laughs> with the... <laughs> <laughs> with the fizzy champagne, <laughs> and you know the fruit, it will it will break down in the colon. There was a pause, Andy Murray, quiet please, and she blew off and sent a call. Is this really what we've sung to? And she apple tarted, and we were just sat behind um, Cliff Richards. <laughs> uh, and, <laughs> You know, in the, the hurry, tried to lead an impromptu sing-along, but there was no disguising the guff. And really, I said to her, after all these years of trying to get a, a ticket, yeah. you've let me down. And what was worse, she went, da -da 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 -da. you know, listen to this, too good to miss, da -da -da. you know. And these people are top athletes. They don't need to hear that today. But that aside, it's a wonderful competition. <laughs> so that's Wimbledon. <laughs> so that's a warning. Anyone is going... Go easy on the champagne and fruit. Stop it. Oh, dear. Lovely speaking to you. Night-night. Oh, dear, 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 dear. Otto Preminger presents Bunny Leg is Missing. What suspense? Uh, Lawrence Olivier is immense! I just want to find one simple thing. One small, simple proof that Bunny Lake exists. Come on, time! Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah! The zombies are there! That's us! That's me! That's him! That's he! Carol Lindley is keen as a knife. Care delay will give you the time of your life. Come on, time! Come on, time for the show. The clock will tell you when to go. While the show's on, can you get in? No! Come on, time! Please come on, time. There is kind of a reason for me playing that. I know to you it means nothing. I'm hoping to my next guest it means something. Otherwise, <laughs> it's just a very odd, uncomfortable minute. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, from the uh, the zombies and from various other musical factions, Mr. Colin Blunstone. Good evening, Colin. Good evening. How are you? I'm good, thank you very much. I'm really excited to talk to you. I've got that right. That's that's the film Bunny... That's a trailer for the film Bunny Lake is Missing, which you guys did the soundtrack for. We, yeah, we certainly... We did... Uh three songs i think for that for that film yeah with lawrence Livy and carol inley yeah and how did that go was it was it fun was it a mess was it a nightmare because a lot you read a lot about some of these films from the 60s and um there's there's not a lot of focus and you know that everybody's running around being crazy and that's kind of what i imagine bunny lake being like well i mean it probably was but we were we were sort of filmed in isolation right uh, you know our 
whole experience was just working with Otto Preminger, really. I, we didn't meet Lawrence Olivier or Carol Lindley. Um, uh, Otto Preminger was certainly an experience. Uh, he was uh, very dictatorial and extremely aggressive. And um, it, it was a real experience. Now, listen, Colin, this is such a joy to talk to you. I'm, I'm a little bit embarrassed. Right? I love 60s music. I, I'm a big fan of the Monkees and the Beach Boys and obviously the Beatles. And we had um, John Sebastian from The Loving Spoonful on last week. And we're getting Howard Kalen from The Turtles. The Zombies were kind of off my radar. Right. Apart from She's Not There, which is just one of the finest pop songs of all time. And, you know, they were off my radar. And about a month ago, a friend of mine in the States said... You know the album Odyssey and Oracle? I went, no. He said, oh, man, you've got to go and get that now. And I was like, okay, I'll check it out. Where has that been my whole life? It's incredible. Well, it's a, I mean, that album is a bit of a mystery, really, because it was released, it was the last album from the Zombies. It was released in 1967 and was, uh, commercially, was a disaster. And, and then... Over a period of years, I can only think it's through word of mouth, but it started picking up sales. Um, it now gets incredible reviews and accolades. Uh, Rolling Stone nominated it as one of the top 100 albums of all time, and yet that album has never really been a hit anywhere. Certainly it's never been a hit in the UK. Yeah. As I said, it's recorded in 1967, and it sells far more now than it ever did when it first came out. It's it's a strange story. One track on there, called Time of the Season, was a huge hit in America. Uh, depending on what chart you go by, it was either number one or number three. Cashbox was number one. Billboard was number three. But it was never a hit here. However, it was a hit all around the world. It was probably the zombie's <laughs> biggest uh, hit. And recently, Eminem uh, used, oh. he uh, sampled that track oh. for one of the tracks on his latest album, which is very good for us in many ways for credibility and, of course, financially. I was going to ask, does that mean that, that sort of every six months or so a nice little check pops through the post? Absolutely. Drinks are on me. Isn't that funny that, that, yeah. uh, that, that you know, a, a, a song from an album that is it's a masterpiece. I, I, I compare it, I, I, I was saying to someone it's like the British Forever Changes, you know, the love album. It's got that kind of vibe about it. I think it has, and you know, uh, we actually toured with Love about uh, five or six, seven years ago. Did you well, really? It was a wonderful tour. It was in America, not here. Yeah. And uh, I think that people did make that connection between the two albums, Forever Changes and uh, Odyssey and Oracle. It, it was a, it was a great tour. It worked really well. Does it? I'm, I, I, and I'm, I'm genuinely embarrassed that, that, that it's been off my radar because I, you know, I thought I'd discovered all those great lost albums. Did, are you getting people like that? You know, and younger than me, I'm, I'm an old man. I'm forty. But are you getting people that are kind of discovering your music now, 50 years later? Well, we are. I mean, uh, it's, it's really strange. We, we work mostly in America, I suppose, really. Well, we work in America more than anywhere else. And year on year, uh, our audience is getting bigger and bigger. And also, what I think amazes people is the cross-section cross of ages that come to our yeah. concerts. I think most people expect when they come to our concerts that it'll just be people who were around in the 60s, but that's not the case at all. Uh, we, we have, you know, thirds of a half of the, uh, the audience are under 25. Wow. It's, it's really extraordinary. And as you say, this, this album, Odyssey and Oracle, is, is sort of being discovered by people all the time. I love the fact that it's, um, it's spelt wrong as well. 
I know. Those were the days. How did that happen? In those days, that, that's a painting that's on the, the front there. Yeah. And the artist uh, showed a rough to the band before we went off on tour. And we said, yeah, that looks fine. <laughs> <laughs> when we came back, we realized he'd spelt it wrong. Went to the record company and said, oh, hold it. Be, it's too late. It's at the printers. It's already been printed. Oh, I and love actually, it. What seemed like a complete disaster at the time has actually sort of added to the album's status, I think, because it's got this horrendous spelling mistake on it. Do you feel, at, at the time, did you did you feel that you were kind of overlooked? Because, you, 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 you know, the um, She's Not There is one of the greatest pop songs of all time. Uh, that was your first single, wasn't it? And it must have been hard to kind of get traction after that. Did you feel, coming from St Albans, as you did, I think, yeah. not, you know, the rock and roll mecca of the UK, um, and with all these yeah. other amazing <laughs> bands kind of happening at the time, did you feel feel you were, you know you were you were being left out a bit um well i think what, what was difficult was we kind of started at the top you know i mean i was yeah. only 18 when i sang she's not there and it wow. was our first record and it was a huge worldwide number one in most countries um and then we seemed to yeah really slip from there with that that was the difficult bit it, obviously you have to accept any success that you get and be really grateful for it but if I if I'd had a choice, I wish that she's not there. Had come a little bit later when yeah. we were a little bit uh, more um, uh, when we understood the music business a bit better because it it just came a bit soon for us, I think. And and of course, as soon as you've, you've got one record, the record company is pushing for a follow up, and. Uh, we had to get a follow-up together within about four or five weeks of recording She's Not There, and it wasn't really strong. And then we just started to see, we started to slip then, certainly in this country. Everything was six months behind in America because our first record was released about three, four, six months after it was released here. So we, we, we fared a little bit better in America just because we were a little bit more experienced. But the, the strange thing is, that that last album, Odyssey and Oracle, in the end it was released after the band had split. We'd all finished. We'd, we'd gone wow. off and started other projects, which is rather unfortunate. And from that album, our biggest hit, Time of the Season, was released, and, and that again went to number one in America. But of course there was no band. So in a way it was a, a bit of a sad story. It would have been great if we'd been around to promote and and enjoy the success of the album. Um, but why did you split, Colin? Did you all just kind of go, this ain't happening and it's, 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 this is just too much hard work, let's call it a day? Was it that kind of thing? I don't think it was too much hard work. It was, but the, what you said to start with, I think we perceived ourselves as being really rather unsuccessful and there didn't seem to be a lot of interest in the band. And it just seemed the natural thing to move on and get involved in new projects. And um, with the benefit of hindsight, I now realise that the zombies always had a hit record in one country or another while they were together in the 60s. Unfortunately, there was no internet then. Uh, it was very hard to find out what was happening in yeah. your career. And we didn't realise at the time that we always had a hit record somewhere. We weren't particularly successful in this country, but we we had success around the world. Colin, listen, I've, I've been listening to your, your latest album. I've got to pay the rent. C- can I come back to you in a couple of minutes? We'll talk about the last album and, and, and tours yeah. and things. Is that okay? Absolutely. Brilliant. Thank you very much, mate. I appreciate it. Uh, Colin Blunstone from The Zombies. Um, we'll have more of your... More of Colin after this. <laughs>
That's what the zombies sound like now. The voice, the voice, Colin, is still in good nick, huh? Well, I hope so. I mean, um, I'd like to think so anyway, you know. Uh, I'm certainly enjoying singing as much now as I ever have done. And I'm, I'm really surprised, very pleasantly surprised, to find myself still... Uh, treading the boards in the autumn of my career, and, you know, as I am, the zombies and are more busy now than they've ever. Well, been. I was going to say, you're, you're, because I know that the zombies do, do loads of shows. You go off as well with your own other band and 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 do shows. You, I've been looking at your itinerary. You're incredibly busy. You're all over the place. I know. I, yeah, I have my own solo band, and we're actually starting to tour in a couple of weeks' time. Um, we'll do um, two or three weeks with a solo band, and then I'm back with the zombies and. Uh, uh, we're going to do a month in the States. We seem to go to America regularly, yeah. three times a year. Uh, we've already been once, and uh, we're going again in um, May. And then it's um, a lot of festivals over the summer, so it, it really keeps us busy. Do you do you all get on? Are you all, like, really good friends? Or do no. you kind of go and do the gig, and then you walk off stage different directions, see you tomorrow night? <laughs> no, I think we're, we're pretty good mates. We rub along pretty well. I think you have to be, you know, because we're, we're sort of cooped up together for hours and hours every day. So you, you have to get along pretty well. And, and we do. We absolutely is, do. Is it true that when the zombies split after Odyssey and Oracle, before you went off and did all your other your solo projects and your other bands, that you, you became an insurance salesman? Well, I worked in an insurance office. I, right. didn't know, I really didn't know anything about insurance, so I couldn't really sell it. I mean, I, I think, to be absolutely honest, I was a clerk, you know. Right. And, um... I think it did me a lot of good because I was devastated when the zombies finished and I worked in this very, very busy insurance office. As I said, I didn't know much about insurance. It was all a bit of a mystery to me. But it kept me busy. <laughs> yeah. And so I couldn't dwell on, on the sadness of, of, of my first band ending, you know. So I think it did me a lot of good. And did you think that was it? You're, you would go into the office every morning and think, well, that pop career was fun. Right, let's get, let's get down to the real work now. Well, I think so, yeah. Wow. I thought that, that was it, yeah. Isn't that amazing? And yeah. 50 years it's... later, you're still doing it. I know. You, it just goes to show you never know what's going to happen. Because, I mean, my life is, is a huge example of that. These surprises keep coming along. And the same way of playing live. Now, who would have thought, when you make your first record at 18, that you'll still be going out on the road when you're 70 years old? I mean, it was unheard of. In, in, are, you, are you 70? I'm 70. That, that, that's not the voice on the album of a 70-year-old man, surely. Because <laughs> well, it's incredible. Afraid, yes. Uh, yeah, it certainly is. Isn't it funny as well? You look at um, uh, all those bands from the 60s, and you you were all kids. My real um, uh, symboliser of what how little I've achieved in my life is George Harrison was 26. 26 when the Beatles split up. It, you, you're, all, you're all just boys, weren't you? Well, that's absolutely true. I, I didn't even realise that, that he was only yeah. 26. But, um, yeah, we were kids, you know. Uh, as I said, I was 18 when I recorded She's Not There, and the band was only together for three years wow. professionally from 64 to 67. Wow. But at the time, when you're young, that seemed like a lifetime. Yeah. Looking back, of course, it's the blink of an eye. That song we just played there is uh, from uh, Still Got That Hunger. That was that was last year, I think, that came out. Um have you have you still got songs kind of bubbling away? I mean, if 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 you were if you had to go and do an album now, have you got got kind of notepads full of songs and sketches and things? Oh yeah, I mean, we uh, Rod and I we write all the time, and um, 
I mean, that is our most recent album. It's, it actually only came out this year. Oh, was it this year? Okay, yeah. right. Yeah, and that particular song is one that, that I wrote, so I was, quite, <laughs> I was quite chuffed to hear you play that, actually. Oh, it's, it's brilliant. It's, 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 um, it's kind of timeless. You know, there's, there's a horrible thing sometimes when bands from the 60s or 70s get back together and they try and make a current sound. And, it, you know, the album's dated before it's even hit the shelves. And that is, it's kind of, it's kind of timeless. Well, you know, we've always been, we've always tried to record the kind of music that we love. Yeah. And then what we're thinking is, well, if we love it, hopefully other people will love it as well. And we've never looked at what's in the charts right now or how can we try and be commercial. We've never, ever done that in the 60s or now. We just try to write what appeals to us. And and hopefully it does give it a a timeless feel because, uh, you know, it is genuine music written and recorded with a lot of love and uh, and, and a lot of care. Um, I'm just, I'm, I'm looking at colinblundstone.co.uk um, and I'm trying to find your tour dates. There's loads of tour dates. I see that you're playing the Borderline on Sunday the 24th of April. Well, we are definitely playing the Borderline in, in London, yes. Uh, looking forward to that. It's one of the first gigs i ever did when i when i started playing live again back in the 90s so it'll be it'll be fun to go back there i'm, I'm looking i've got the dates now you've got derby uh you've got hessel i've got no idea where where's hessel hessel's near hull is it oh i'm sorry i'm sorry to hear that uh you've got the stables in milton Keynes, which is a great venue wolverhampton yeah. southampton fletching uh the, the borderline is saying the 24th of april which is the gig i'm going to try and come down if i can persuade oh, my great. wife that um I, I deserve an evening out as i've been a good boy yeah. um, do you do you still enjoy you must still enjoy the, the, doing the gigs and, and meeting the fans and doing all of that stuff. Oh yeah, I mean it is, it's really great fun. I think that uh, if you enjoy performing, then to get out and um, to play the songs you love with your mates, I mean and see the world at the same time I mean what more could you ask for? It's, it's brilliant. Listen, Colin, it's been so nice to talk to you. If I, I'm going to do my best to get to that gig, and if I do, I'm going to try and come and say hello and shake your hand and thank you. And I'm, I'm genuinely embarrassed that this amazing... Honestly, guys, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, well, I don't... I, Odyssey and Oracle, go and get it, because it is just... It's a masterpiece. It's a masterpiece, and it's criminal that it, it's been overlooked. But I suppose, in some ways, it's kind of the gift that keeps on giving, because the fact that we're talking about an album that was essentially a flop yeah. 50 years later... I know. It's, it's a mystery, that album. It, it sells thousands and thousands every year, and yet it's never really been a hit. I don't understand it, but I've given up trying to understand <laughs> it now. <laughs> uh, the, the song for me on there is uh, This Will Be Our Year. That's the one that is just, um, it's got classic written all over it. I'm going to end with that. Colin, it's so nice to talk to you, mate. I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Lovely talking to you, Ian. All the very best. Cheers. Speak to you soon. Thanks very much. Imagine recording this, right? It's a, it's such a good song. 
and then going to be a clerk in an insurance company. Of your smile, smile for me, little one, and this will be I a long time to come. You don't have to worry, all your worry days are gone, and this will be I a long time to come. And I won't forget the way you helped me up when I was down, and I won't forget the way you said, Darling, I love you, you gave me faith to go. Absolutely top bloke. That was uh, absolutely delightful. I just need to write down in my diary. Hang on one second. April the 24th. Oh, I don't think I can do it then. <laughs> my, wife's, my wife's working late. No, oh, nuts. Maybe, maybe I'll go to the Milton Keynes gig because the stables is a cracking venue. Maybe I'll do the one in the stables instead. Uh, yeah, I can do that. We're going to go to that one on the 17th. There we go. Sorted. 0844-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to uh, give us a call. You're more than welcome to. We're going to take calls straight to air after um, uh, the news. So don't worry about that, guys. 0844-499-1000 is the telephone number. The hero of the moment has to be... Have you seen this guy, Ben Innes? I love Ben Innes. Who's Ben Innes? Oh, where's my copy of The Sun? Oh, where have I put that? Oh, there it is. Ben Innes is um, the... Um, Dennis? Yes? Have you seen Ben Innes? No. Oh. Well, I wanted to ask you... Oh, sorry. That um, young lady who had a, an unfortunate at the tennis match... Yes? Oh, good. ...get a job as a PA for Trump, couldn't she? Donald Trump. Why? Oh, well, she made the right noise. But I've just listened to... I started with that, but then I started listening to you talking about music. Yes. Are you really as daft about music as you say? What do you mean as daft about music as I say? Daft about music? You know, to me, music is just noisy wallpaper. You are joking. Dennis. Don't forget, I come from a time when youngsters couldn't afford records. Yeah. I mean, the last record I was bought was Richard Tauber. You know... (laughs) I've got literally no idea what that... Have you got your teeth in? Of course I have. They sound all over the shop. Well, music is the doctor. Makes you feel like you're opta. L- listen to the doctor. You know you got to. Yeah, That's honestly, the Doobie yeah, Brothers. I... I'm quoting the Doobies at you, man. Yeah, but I'm, what I'm saying is that we youngsters, we couldn't afford records. It was only when the music industry suddenly decided that youngsters had got money in their pocket, they decided to get it away from them by creating all these... Horrible sounds. No, but they're not horrible sounds. They're br- yes, some of them are horrible sounds, but but even to even to some people, those horrible sounds are beautiful sounds. They're pet sounds. You've got to find the sound that fits your soul. That's a great line. Is it? Yes. Find well, the find sound. One, I'll let you know. Find the sound that fits your soul. Thought you said it fits my own. No, no sorry. Steady, yes. steady, steady on Dennis. Come on, man! Come on! You've never, you've never listened to um, uh, "Tomorrow Never Knows" by the Beatles. No, I don't sit and listen. As I say, I do what I'm doing, and in the background there's music. So to me, it's just noisy wallpaper. Oh man, alive, Dennis! You be, you're breaking my heart. 
<laughs> I know, I know. But then that's life, isn't it? That's life, Dennis. Nice to talk to you, mate. Bye-bye. Ta-ta. <laughs> Music is just noisy wallpaper. Man. So Ben Innes is... Um, well, Ben Innes is, is, is the front page of... Um, um, the, the the sun not because he he didn't hijack the plane in um, in Egypt. Hang on a minute, Paul. Hello. I'm trying to talk about Ben Innes. Oh, do you know who Ben Innes is? No, I don't. Have, no, no. He's my hero. He's the fella that had his picture taken with the bomber on oh, the, uh, right. on the the plane. Oh, brilliant! I like. Lo- anyway, go on. What you got for us? You got you got 45 seconds. Okay, I'd, I'd just like to say I uh, really enjoyed your interview with uh, Colin Bloodstone. He's a really nice man. Isn't he, an, isn't he a nice bloke? I can't go to the, the gig in yep. London. I'm going to go to the one in Milton Keynes, hopefully. What a nice man. Yeah, really enjoyed it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to brush up on some zombies uh, music, I think. O- honestly, after that. Odyssey and Oracle is a treat. The new album is a treat. Start with Odyssey and Oracle, because it really is. Yep. It's, it's a masterpiece. It's, a ma- it's better than Sergeant Pepper. I hate Sergeant Pepper. Ooh. Sergeant Pepper's overrated. Revolver is the best Beatles album. Revolver or Abbey Road? Well, I suppose we'll get Rubber Soul. Uh, Rubber Soul's in the top four. Oh, well. Thank you very much, Paul. I've got got to go because I'm going to be late for an ad. 0844 499 1000. This is Talk Radio. I'm Ian Lee. We'll take your call straight to it after we've had a bit of this. Talk Radio. You might not love it. That's entirely up to you. Uh, This is Ian Lee, Talk Radio. Uh, Again, thanks to Colin Blunstone. What a delightful gentleman. Last hour of the show, I'm going to sit in the studio with Kath. We're going to talk about rubbish, go through the papers, and we will be taking your calls straight to air. Yeah, you can phone up about anything you want. You can say anything you want. I've got a dump button, so, you know, you can literally say anything you want. 0844 499 1000 is the telephone number. We'll take some of your calls after the latest news. Why the hell not? Now I'm hungry. Come in, sir. Come in. We've had, believe it or not, um, Catherine, we've had um, a tweet from... um, Who tweeted? Hang on a second. Where's it going? Adrian says, I'm missing Kath. Oh, just the one. Just, just literally just the, uh, I won't read out the others from the other side of the fence, but just the one. I've got sciatica. You know what sciatica is? Bad back. No, no, Trap mate. nerve. Yes, yeah, when a nerve, because your back is, so the nerve gets trapped between your vertebrae Oof. and it's muffing my leg right up. Really, my buttocks have gone numb. The only way I can understand how that feels is when I had that epidural. And about three months after that, ah. Oh. It muffed up my whole my whole body. Well, when I had um, um, what they call in America a spinal tap, uh-huh. you know what that is? A lumbar puncture. Yeah. You know what is that, that is? Is that, is that not the same thing as an epidural? Well, they take stuff out rather than put stuff take, in. They take you know what they take out fluid, S- spine fluid, spine juice. They take out your spine juice and you can see it. And you know what? What colour is it? It's, it's transparent, Eesh. right? And they left. They it was it, you lie there. You have to do it on your side, and you have to bring your legs up. Mm-hmm. And I was terrified of it, terrified of having it done. And actually, it's all right. right? Oh, it's all right. It's Did you not hear it squeak? You, yeah, and you're not allowed to move when they do it. You yeah. must stay really still. It takes about forty that. minutes, right, to get to get all the juice out. And then they left the juice in like a little jar, and they went out. So tempted to dip my finger in. I bet it would've been sweet. I was so do you say got a sweet back? So tempted to dip my finger in. The, the lumbar puncture was fine. What they didn't tell you was about 12 hours later, for the next six days, you cannot move mm. otherwise... Because you, you're out of balance. So if you've got to lie down so that the fluid can build up again. And if you sit up, your body goes... Wow. And you sit up, and the, you, if you sit up for, like, five seconds, you're nauseous for the next three hours. And, like, it's like 
a cross between a hangover, a druggy come down, and seasickness. Oh, it was awful. You're cl- clinging onto the bed, going oh, for crying out loud. Right. So fun times. I've had two out of three of those, and none of them were fun. Mate, you've not had a lumbar puncture. No, I mean seasickness and a hangover. I've had all three. I get seasick. So we went when we were in Greece, and we got a ferry from one island to another. It's an hour. And um, we, we sat looking there. We stood there the, the, looking at the, the the place getting smaller. And five minutes into it, I was like, I, I've, I've, I've got to go and sit down. E- Sorry? Honestly, please look after the kids. I, can t- I cannot talk to you. And I, it was it was awful. It was it was like um, sitting in my car at three a.m. waiting for the man when he's told me he's only five minutes away. And boy, oh boy, he doesn't arrive until five a.m. I was jonesing on a ferry. Gracious goodness, gracious me! Can't do that voice anymore. Don't. Oh goodness gracious me! The one time I've been on a ferry was uh, going over to France. Brian Ferry. No. One way ticket. No. Uh, it did, um... Hang on. Was it Bumpy? Yeah. Brian Ferry I'm talking about. No, P&O. Oh, really? Yeah. Both. <laughs> anyway, there was me and a load of nuns being sick. Yeah. So, you know, it was kind of a religious stroke, horrible experience. Uh, some people... Well, I can understand that. Um, so, Ben Innes... Is um, is my hero? Yeah, not a selfie, but it's still. not a selfie. This is the thing. This whole story. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. Quite on the phones today. People were more annoyed about it not being a selfie than they were with him having the cheek to ask for us for a picture. He's gone up to the um, the, uh, the, the the terrorist. The, fella, the not bomber. The hijacker. Right? Mm-hmm. Can I have a picture, mate? And he said, and he's, now, he's been questioned. Why did you do that? I wanted to see if it was a real bomb. How would you know, Ben? How would you know, Ben? You're twenty six. You, you live in Aberdeen. How would you know that was a real... But you've got a military training, Ben, for crying out loud. What are you talking about? A crazy Briton, crazy, <laughs> told last night how he posed for his, this grinning selfie. It's not a selfie, because a selfie, you've got to have an arm out. Yeah. That's a that's a photograph. Mm-hmm. Someone has taken a photograph. Stewardess, I'm guessing. Um, With a jet hijacker at the height of a terror drama. He said after the man surrendered, I'm not sure why I did it. Who <laughs> said that? I'm guessing Ben. Ben, okay. Turn to page seven. I, want to find I know why I did it. What are you going to lose? Madcap Ben Innes. Madcap. Madcap. Madcap Ben... Well, he could have lost his um, life. Well, if he thought he was going to die anyway, he might as well have a crack at it, eh? Madcap Ben Innes was wrapped by security experts last night. Oh, in your face, security... i tell you who, who I don't like. Experts. <laughs> experts. <laughs> Security expert. Oh, security expert. Well, at the other place, we get, like, that, that miserable terror expert. Do you remember him from I the university? Him. Oh, he was miserable. He was a scaremonger. He was an S-stirrer. Yeah. Line one? Hello? Experts. Yeah, I am. On everything. Go on, then. Do show us your expertise. Display, display. Okay, well, I'm surprised no one's brought this up. But it appears that that hijacker is, in fact, the demon headmaster. <laughs> it has, you know what, it, no, it has been sh- been highlighted. He's either the demon headmaster or he's Jack Straw. <laughs> Probably Jack Straw. <laughs> <laughs> he does. It, I mean, someone tweeted, it wasn't you that tweeted me that picture, was it? No. No, someone tweeted me a picture of the demon headmaster from the uh, kids' TV show. Yeah, it's him. It's the same, it's the same fella! <laughs> 
Yes, now we now we know what happened. He hypnotized the entire plane into believing he had a real suicide vest. Yeah. And then he hypnotized this guy to take the photo with yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, have you seen the picture of that of the lad next to him? It's a it's a good photo, isn't it? You'd have to get that. That's a cracker. Well, he's either incredibly brave or ridiculously stupid. <laughs> I like to think he's he's both. The security experts um, uh, wrapped him for risking passengers' lives with his astonishing hijack selfie. It's not a selfie. One said, it's a sign of the times and the Facebook generation. It was highly irresponsible and could have gone very badly wrong. Miserable thing. What, more irresponsible than a man pretending he's got a suicide vest? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good point. That, out of the two of them, we should not be berating the Scottish boy. We should be berating the uh, gentleman who's obviously got issues, who's made a, re- a really bad-looking suicide belt. Let's be honest. It's not that... It, I could have done better than that. Oh, oh, I think any of us could have done a better job than that. No, listen, thank you very much indeed, yeah. Let's Don't have a go at the lad. Have a go at the, the fella. Yeah. Ben, 26 was among 62 people on board an Egypt Air flight from... We've got to try and get him on the show. From Alexandria to Cairo yesterday, when a terror suspect seized control and threatened to detonate a bomb belt. Ben took his chance to take the selfie of a lifetime. It's not a selfie! During the deadlock, which saw the jet surrounded by heavily armed troops. The health and safety auditor from Leeds... Hilarious. (laughs) ...said last night, OK, I'm not sure the way he did it. I just Hello, like, gosh. Is he from Leeds? He's Scottish. I'm a wee lassie from Kilmarnock. I'm not sure why I did it. I just threw caution to the wind while trying to stay cheerful in the face of adversity. That's terrible. I figured if his bomb was real, I'd n- I'd nothing to lose anyway. There's Got several it. words missing from this. I'm adding. I'm having to add words to this story. I figured if his bomb was real, I had nothing to lose anyway, so took a chance and got a, and to get a closer look at it. I got one of the cabin crew to translate for me and asked him if I could do a selfie with him. It's not a selfie! He just shrugged okay. So I stood by him and smiled for the camera while a suit... Go on. I'm going to read this sentence. It's really annoying me. 08444991000. Um, he just shrugged okay. So I stood by him and smiled for the camera while a stewardess did the, did the snap. While a stewardess did the snap. It has to be the best selfie ever. It's not a selfie, mate. You don't understand what the word selfie means. Irresponsible. We've Irresponsible got, use of selfie. We've got to get Innes on just to correct him on that. I think he might have been pulled up a few times already. Ben, who works in Aberdeen, was returning home on a business trip. Um, ben said, I could see he had what looked like a bomb and I was scared. But he didn't seem particularly ang- anxious as we landed. He eventually let virtually all the passengers leave, but I was left behind with two other Brits. After about half an hour, I asked for a photo with him as we were waiting around. I thought, why not? If he blows us all up, it won't matter anyway. I also thought it would be a way to see whether his device was real. Oh. I could see something taped around his waist and he was holding on to some kind of trigger. It was hard to be sure, but I reckoned it was more likely to be fake after I got a close <laughs> look back at it. <laughs> All right, MacGyver. So I decided to go back to my seat and plot my next move. <laughs> what? What's it, what was his next move? Naked selfie. No, his ne- oh, I'll tell you what his next move in a second. Line six, you're on the wireless. 
Uh, welcome to the best of British quizzes. And on the line tonight, two people play great prizes. First up, a man who burst onto the scene in Knott's Landing, created the character Professor Brian Cox for the BBC, and is the current face of Bachelor Peas. It's Ian Lee. How are you doing this evening, Ian? Yeah, I'm very well, thank you very much, yes. Excellent. Next up, a lady who's having the best year of her life. She's back on the radio with Ian Lee. She's an expert on getting yellow sticker bargains at a local supermarket. And if the press reports are correct, linking her romantically with Rob Benet, it's Catherine. Do you have a message for Rob this evening? Rob, call me. Where to shave his initials into your body hair, maybe? <laughs> Wait, let's move on. So... The fact is this, I'm going to spin the wheel. On the wheel are some of British TV quizzes, past and present. So we have shows like Name That Tune, My Favourite Going for Gold, Are You Smarter Than a Vinny, yes. Jeopardy, Screen Test, Pointless, and Blockbusters, and much more. When you say stop, we'll pick the quiz. Okay. Are you ready? Just yes. say stop whenever we go. Whenever you're ready, just say stop. Whenever stop. you're ready. Stop! Just say stop. stop I'm Just saying say stop. 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 <laughs> All right, let's 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 try and stop it there, shall we? Stop. Okay, you've picked. Oh wow, it's blaggedy blag. Okay. Okay. So it's very simple. All I'm going to do is give you a category, and the category is old catchphrases. That's old catchphrases. And remember, people, if you're listening, these wonderful people don't get it. Ring in with your answer. So the question is this. <laughs> I was on my holidays in Stoke-on-Trent the other day. Yes. As I walked down the high street, I spotted a man walking in a funny manner. I strolled over and asked him, Are you okay? What's wrong? The man looked at me and said, I've got a dirty... Oh, for crying out loud. Thank you, and they've gone on that uh, bombshell. We, oh, we... I didn't get a go. No, you don't, don't, it was a long build-up to a weak punchline. Uh, we've called this one because it's in the United States. We're, 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 we're live broadcasting live to Dallas, Texas. Catherine. I've never been more excited in my life. Me neither. Although apparently it's not... Well, we can ask this gentleman, but apparently it's not actually a very nice place. Yeah. Let's ask him. Christopher... Yes, sir. Is Dallas, Texas not a very nice place? Uh, it's very nice now that we have uh, open carry here. You have open, open, oh, open carry. You mean you can carry your guns right. around without hiding them in a brown paper bag? If you want to wear a cowboy hat and wear a pair of six shooters, you certainly can. Wow. You, well, you can literally walk around, right, in Dallas, which is a city with big buildings, wearing a cowboy hat and um, pistols in, in, the, in the holsters at the side where people can see them. Yeah, if, if people <laughs> want to be. I haven't seen anybody, but you can, yeah, you can carry uh, open carry now. Man, I'm going to, I'm going to, um, I'm, I'm going to go straight after the show. I'd quite like to get tooled up. I'm going to go and do an open carry, which is uh, not the same as a cash yeah, carry. We, wow. All right, we can get uh, we can get tooled up and uh, go shooting around the town. Well, I don't. Let's 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 maybe not go and do that. I don't. I don't want to go shooting anything. I want to shoot some tin cans off a wall. Yeah, yeah. You, you can do that. You can do that, uh, Christopher. Why are you listening to this rubbish? Well, I first heard about you from Geeky Girl, and it was in a tweet. And I heard about you getting uh, let go from the BBC for what I thought was uh, an outrageously. Uh, I mean, it was crazy. It was so benign of a comment, and it was true. It was crazy. But let's not worry about those guys. Those guys don't matter. Anymore. No, no. Is but, that your uh, real voice? I started listening to you. 
Yeah, it's probably horrible. For no, I love it. I love it. It's fantastic. You know, in the same way that some British people, um, whenever I go to America, I, I, I become Hugh Grant. I, I stammer a little bit and I become a little bit better spoken and, and people love it. And you get, you get, you get rushed to the front of queues in shops. Oh, it's fantastic. You, sir, Christopher, if you were over here, you would be treated like, um, like an oil baron. <laughs> no, you have the, y'all have the best, uh, accent. Well, we oh, said you're uh, very elegant. If only we could... You carry on talking to me, Cass, so I can sort of fix my headphones. Go on. So, Christopher, what did, you think, wanna, uh, what did you want to tell us? Well, first off, I guess I'll... That guy that said music is noisy wallpaper. Oh. That's the craziest thing I've ever heard. It's a shame for him, you isn't it? might as well just say... Yeah, just say, I've given up. I have no soul. <laughs> well, that, that's Dennis. I mean, you know, that's crazy. That's, that's just bitterness. What kind of music are you into, Christopher? And, Ah, I like heavy metal. What? Oh, hang on a minute. Not country, but you're from Texas. Yeah, I saw Disturbed last Wednesday. And uh, that band is everything that a professional rock concert should be. Which band did you see? Disturbed. And what's their big hits? What, what, give, give us their, their, their top well, two songs. Down with the Sickness yep. and Stupefy. 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 I'm going to stupefy down with the sickness. Yeah, yeah. Well, you need to hear that. Yeah, it sounds about right, doesn't it? You're right. You, 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 you're having a drink, Chris. I am having a white Russian. Nice. <laughs> Have you got any guns nearby? No, Good. yeah. And I'm having. No, actually, I don't even own any guns. Good I was for in the you. military, but yet I have no guns. Christopher, listen, I've got to go because I'm late for a break. It's nice to talk to you. Keep in touch. Don't go anywhere near guns after a white Russian, whatever you do. Yep, 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 yep. 20 past 12, Ian Lee, Talk Radio. Take your call straight to where? 0844 499 1000. Call the cost seven pence a minute. Plus, you provided access charge. More on mobile in it, of course. Uh, the way it works is, um, normally when you phone up a, a, a radio station, you talk to the producer and they say, yes, hello, what would you like? Okay, well, we'll, we'll, consi- we'll, maybe we'll call you back in a little bit. Call straight to air. You can get on with any old rubbish. You can do whatever you want. You want to sing a song? You want to have a, uh, tell me you think the show is rubbish? <laughs> you can do that. Now that I have access, this is why I don't like having the texts and emails in front of me because I can see people saying, this is rubbish. I don't need to see that. I don't need to see that. Um, or you can find, you sing a song. I don't care what you do, man. I don't care what you do. I wait four 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 nine nine one thousand um, is the phone number. Um, I'm just going to sit here and talk to myself. Otherwise, and there's now I, I'm really trying with this new show, right? To um uh, 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 to not be snarky about things and to not be nasty about it because it's easy. It's it. Being nasty about stuff is easy. I've made a career out of it. Hang on a second. Let me just take this. Line one, you're on the wireless. Uh, Ian. Yes. Hello. Um, I've got a horrible confession to make. Okay. Um, I've not really been listening, and I missed the show. Right. Could you uh, sort of? Could you sort of catch me up in a sort of brief, bite-sized summary of uh, um, what I've missed? Yes. Okay. Um, Yasser can't turn his speakerphone off. Oh, dear. Um, Colin Blundstone from the Zombies is a delightful gentleman. And Barry's oh. wife farts a lot. 
Mm. That's oh, pretty well, much. That's pretty much. Highlights. Yeah, it's 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 really you know it's it's been up there as one of the best. Blooming heck! Yeah, where were you? Can I ask? Um, I've been out clubbing with the youngsters. Right, right. Uh, and you thought well, on a Wednesday? Well, you know, wanders like to. Uh... Uh, you know, uh, try things one from one time to time. You know, <laughs> don't you? No, I don't like to try anything. I like, I like um, working. I like sleeping, and I like lying in bed reading. Those are the three things. I don't, I don't like to try anything no, else. No, no, I've got all the friends little, I need. I've got of, uh, all, what? Mm, little, little bit of, uh, you know, no, you know, something no. a little bit naughty every so often. Like, I don't know, no, I don't really know. Oh, I think you do. I think you're having us on. I'm not having anybody on. I haven't, I haven't done anything naughty for about 12 years. 12? Yes! Good Lord. Yeah, well... That's a long time in anybody's lifetime. Uh, have you had a, a, a naughty night, then? Well, you know... It got to the point where I felt a little bit old, so I thought I'd better leave them to it and yes. get back to uh, the safe house. You know. Okay. Well, I'm 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 really glad that you've uh, called in, and um, hopefully you you uh, won't be doing anything naughty tomorrow, and you can listen to tomorrow's show. Thank you for catching me up. I'm going to go and enjoy the rest of the program now. Tatty bye. Tatty bye. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the uh, telephone number. If you want to give us a call. Now, I, so I'm trying not to be nasty and not to be snarky because it's easy. It's really easy to do that. Um, uh, and I've made a career out of it. The 11 o'clock show, which I'm a program, TV program I did 15 years ago, I'm so proud of. But a lot of it was pointing the finger and laughing, right? And that's fine, okay? And a lot of the radio stuff I've done has been a little bit... Um, cruel is too strong a word, I think. But I'm just trying to not do that, I think, because it's easy. But sometimes you can't not do it when you get given a story like this. Girls have no truck with Jim. Lorry love leaves them cold. Now, I'm going to read the story. You make your own minds up. An Eddie Stobart fan. Stop it there. An Eddie Stobart fan? Why would you have a fan of Eddie Stobart? Line two. Ian. Yes. How's it going? This is Andy. I'm in Croydon. You say that as though I know who you are, Andy. No, you don't, mate. Well, we have spoken before. It was a long time ago, and I wouldn't expect you to remember. But I've I've got something I'd like you to help me out with. Yes, sir. um, If you wouldn't mind. It's a kind of a social experiment, and I think it's very important. Yes. I have a theory... But uh, you might be able to help me prove or disprove, and that's that. That's that. People, people who are bald, bang their heads more often than people who have hair. Ooh. So bald people bang their heads more often than normal people. Yeah. And and the reason I think that is because I'm I'm uh, you're quite a tall person, aren't you? Very tall. Yes. Well, and, and, not very. I mean, not, I'm not Robert Pershing Wadlow tall. I'm six foot four. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm I'm a little bit not. I'm about an inch shorter than you. And I, you've got hair, haven't you? Six foot three, you are then. Yeah, about that. And you've you've got hair, and I've got hair. Yeah. And sometimes, 
when I'm just about to bang my head on something, it touches my hair and I duck out of the way like a early warning system. Like a mouse's whiskers. Yes. Yeah. But and I'm wondering if you're bald, that, that you haven't got the early warning system, so you must that bang is, your head more often. So that is genuinely. I'm, I'm wondering if you wouldn't mind. Yeah, go on. Um, asking everyone who calls you if they're bald, if they're men, if they're bald. How many times in a week, for example, do they bang their heads? And then perhaps after a, a period of time, we might be able to work out, Why? you know, a statistic. It's genuinely a brilliant question, right? And I, in the olden days, I could have got three hours out of that. But why should yeah. I do your work for you? Well, how can I do it? I'm not on the radio. I don't have thousands of people I can address. Do you know what? I don't think I have thousands at the moment. Well, hundreds. <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe a little bit lower. <laughs> I can't, I've just got a feeling. Um, but you can go up to people in the street with a clipboard. I said clipboard. Yes. And say, excuse me, are you bald or well, normal? Well, no. Well, you can tell if they're bored or not, bored or not by looking at them. Well, yeah, but uh, I don't know if I'm going to get many people going on. Well, you won't get many no, people. I, I, I think I think the sample the sample might be higher if you take well, we, we the task for me. Andy, we'll put it out there. Then are you? A, uh, uh, can, I, can I say one more thing, mate, before I go? <laughs> yes, and it's not stupid. Two things actually, it's, and, and it's not stupid. And it's not stupid. I I'll be the judge of that, Andy. <laughs> Well, first of all, it's brilliant to hear you back on the radio. And secondly, your rendition of Do It Again last night was a triumph. Oh, do, do you know what? You've inspired me. I might sing another song for you in a minute, Andy. I think you should sing um, Alone Again or... Oh, well, I don't think I've got an instrumental for that. But, but I, I, I'll come up with something just as nice. We can ask that. Um, do bald men bang their heads more often? You know when um, you um, you do bang your head and you get that dent in your head? Is that... How cl- how close is that to br- your brain? If you dent your head, right? Is you is that having? I'm, I'm realizing this is a really stupid question because I'm struggling to phrase it. When you dent your head because you get up and you bang it in a cupboard or something like that, have you dented your brain? Your only friend, but I'm a little glowing friend. But really, I'm not actually your friend. But I am. Blue canary in the alley by the light switch Who watches over you? Make a little birdhouse in your soul Not to put too fine a point on it Say I'm the only bee in your bonnet Make a little birdhouse in your soul I have a secret to tell From my electrical well It's a simple message And I'm leaving out the whistles and bells So the room must listen to me Filibuster vigilantly My name is Blue Canary One note spelled L-I-T My story's infinite Like a Longines symphony It doesn't end Blue Canary in the outlet by the light switch Who watches over you? Make a little birdhouse in your soul Not to put too fine a point on it Say I'm the only being your bonnet Make a little birdhouse in your soul Instrumental, thank you
only friend, I'm not your only friend, but I'm a little glowing friend, but really I'm not actually a friend, but I am. There's a picture opposite me of my primitive ancestry that stood on rocky shores and kept the beaches shipwreck free. Though I respect that a lot, I'd be fired if that were my lot. After killing Jason off and countless screaming argonauts, bluebird of friendliness, like guardian angels, it's always near. Blue canary in the outlet by the light switch, who watches over you? Make a little birdhouse in your soul, not to put too fine a point on it. Say I'm the only being your bonnet. Make a little birdhouse in your soul. While you're at it, keep the nightlight on inside the birdhouse in your soul. Not to put too fine a point on it. Say I'm the only being your bonnet. Make a little birdhouse in your soul. While you're at it, keep the nightlight on inside the birdhouse in your soul. Not to put too fine a point on it. Say I'm the only being your bonnet. Make a little birdhouse in your soul. Yes, line two, you're on the wireless. Right, you know sometimes Dad's got to sort out the kids fighting? Yes! Right, so we may have a problem. Go on. Caddick has blocked me on Twitter. I've not done anything nasty to him, but we might need to do like a Jeremy Kyle thing. I'm not... I thought... I don't want to get involved in yours and Alan. For those who don't know, Alan is the gentleman that phones up and sings the Minder theme. Um, I don't want to get involved in any argy-bargy between... Because both of you have got screws loose. <laughs> to be honest, right, right. This, this, uh, he. All I did was I texted him. How are you? I've not heard from you in a while, and he's blocked me completely. <laughs> which I, I, I think quite, quite personal hard. questions. Yeah, yeah, quite personal questions. Put, yeah, and if you read his Twitter feed, yeah. some of the stuff he put to various people. Yes, not safe for work. Um. <laughs> So, there needs to be like a Jeremy Kyle type thing, I think, yeah. You can, you know, I'm just saying, if he calls in again. Yeah. So, what if he calls in again, what do you want me to say to him? If we've got, like, mad beef. Okay, I'll ask him if, you, I'll ask him if you've got <laughs> mad beef. Thank you very much indeed. So, this story starts with four, four words. An Eddie Stobart fan. Oh. But why would you be a fan? You used to be able to report them if they weren't wearing ties, the Eddie Stobart drivers. Yeah, and, you know, it's the sort of thing little boys like to count, isn't it? And write down. Oh, it's a boring game. Yeah, but little boys like boring games like that. Uh, Don't they? Um, Some little boys. Mostly uh, little boys. Well... M- mostly boys. Yeah... What were you saying? Mostly boys. An Eddie Stobart fan mm. says girlfriends keep dumping him, or well, the implication there that he gets girlfriends, yeah. because he has the UK's largest collection of toy lorries. No, no, it's because he has the face of a nine-year-old. <laughs> I was really surprised he was of an age to get girlfriends, because he, he looks about, yeah, like you say, about 12. Looks, he looks nine. He looks nine years old. He's got milk teeth. Jay, some adults have milk teeth. That's Tiny not, teeth. Yeah, they have, but the, the, the teeth don't drop out, and it's the, it's the same ones. That's a that's a thing. Do you remember the Indian lad? He had two hundred teeth removed recently. Mm? Do you not see that? No. Hello, I'm talking. No, no, I'm just imagining him having two. I mean, I've got quite a lot of teeth as it is. But You've got I, a very busy mouth. But, I'm going to Google Indian lad two hundred teeth 
removed. There is a member of my family by marriage who's got a couple of rows of teeth. Here he is. Like Here he is. Indian doctors removed 232 teeth Good grief. from the boy's mouth. There he is. Look, look, that's, look, look. that's more teeth than me. Flipping it. Yeah! Yeah! How can that all fit in one head? La, well, la, 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 They made a pattern. They oh, they're a... tiny teeth. Um, the, some are tiny, but then what's that big one, those big ones in the middle? Some wow. are massive. Some are massive. Yes, line two. Oh, hello, Ian. You all right? Yep. J- just, starting yeah, to, just starting to wake right. up. <laughs> yeah. Go on, Carl. I was going to... Yeah, uh, thank you. I was going to say, um, I, I, I won't mind singing a duet with you on the uh, on that song. I bet you'd love to. I bet you'd love to. So would um, uh, um, Whitney Houston, if she was still with us. Mm. God bless her soul. Uh, and Taylor Swift, which is the name I meant to say, but for some reason Whitney Houston popped in first. I bet you'd like to, Carl. What? You just have to join the back of the queue of hot ladies that want to sing with me. Some of them alive. No, no, that... Some of them are that alive. Song. Yes. That song. That song. Yeah. In your soul. yeah, I bet I'd you do that with you. Yeah, I bet no, I bet you'd love to. Yeah. What once I've done it with Taylor oh. Swift and um Macy Gray. Kyle, do you know anything about pop collaborations? You don't just ring them up and start singing. You have to negotiate. Well, it, yeah, but it's him, isn't it? It's him. It's him. It's all right. Yeah. The yeah. answer is um the answer, Kyle, is not in yeah. your lifetime, buddy. Okay, no worries. Here. There we go. You see, I've got a big. I've got a little be... bit harsh, but I can see where you're coming from. You can't do that. Who's the everyone. woman I'm trying to think of? I don't know. Today, not. I, I'm saying Whitney Houston and Macy Gray. Mm. So that should give you a clue. All right, Miley Cyrus. No, not that. I mean, there's no connection whatsoever. The names are very, very similar. If you did name maths, you would have got to Miley Cyrus. Right. James Bonnet has spent thousands collecting more than 300 model wagons and other memorabilia relating yeah. to the haulage legend. Here we go. Can we get this fella on tomorrow's show? Yeah. Yeah, all right, this is, this is your I thing. I don't think he's going to be busy, put it that way. A lorry from his childhood was recently valued at a whopping £800, and the whole collection is worth nearly 11000 Still not attracting me to him. His 17-year obsession has seen him lose several girlfriends, although he has now found a like-minded partner. Oh. She went Stobart spotting with him <laughs> on Valentine's Day. <laughs> but James, wow. who lives with his mum, said, I had a girlfriend who didn't like me spotting. She wanted me to spend all my money on her instead. I was saying, you are not going to stop me doing my hobby. It was a factor that contributed to the breakup. You know what's happened here? They've made some out of nothing there. They've gone to see a lad who's got a, a, a bedroom full of, like, model lorries. Yeah. And he's made one comment, and all of a sudden he's losing loads of girlfriends over his lorries. It's not that at all. He just said that one girlfriend didn't get it. Or the she, lorries. James, 24, from Radcliffe on Trent Knotts. Let's get this going on tomorrow's show. All right, I'll have a, I'll have a go. He's now working towards leaving his job as, as a co-op baker to become a lorry driver. He said... Can you do the accent? I met Mr. Stobart at the Peterborough Truck Festival in 1999, which made my love for them grow even more. So hang on, that was 17 years ago, so he was seven. He met Eddie Stobart at the age of seven, and that's inspired him to pursue what is... what is, the, what is well, We don't have to be snarky about it. What is a great collection? Yeah. What is a great... And you look, it's got pictures of it. It is stunning. I mean, it looks like it's, it's up in a loft room or something. That is a brilliant collection. And the thing is, Eddie Stobart was quite a charismatic type. He was a sort of Richard Branson of the haulage world. 
And he had his own um, programme, didn't he, on the telly? Yeah, Stobart, Stobart, uh, keep on trucking. Yeah. With G.H. Luckin. Oh, that was something else. Let's get this fella on. Let's I'll celebrate try. him. I'll Let's, try. No, well, no. What's the, what's the try? Hey. I'll either ring his home or the co-op. Yeah, well, exactly. I remember once I was, when I, um, the best episode of, of Come Dine With Me was the woman who sadly now died, the alcoholic woman who fell asleep um, and her guests had to cook the food for her. Oh. It was a brilliant, brilliant group of people. And we asked Channel 4 to um, get get them on the show. And they said, no, we can't let you have them. We said, go get, get them on the show. We'll plug the show. We, said, we, we like Come Dine. We'll plug the show. He said, no, we can't let you have them. Anyway, he said what town it was in. And one of them worked in a carpet shop. So we phoned the carpet yeah. shop up and we got them all on. Boom. Got them all on. They said, yeah, we'd love to. Recently, there was a very good come down with me with a man who chooked them all out at the end. No. Felt like, yeah, because he didn't win. He was in such a mood about it. He thought his food was far superior. And he said, right, take your money. I hope you choke on it. Chucked them all out. It is humiliating. Lose it. As, as I have done, as I have done, it is um, humiliating losing uh, to come down with me. I came last behind um, Lembid Opic, uh, Jodie Marsh, yeah, 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 and um, the delightful Debbie McGee. Um, uh, but I came last, and you have to do. And I, I was so, I was really annoyed. I, I knew I wasn't going to win. We all knew that Jodie was going to win because her um, cheese souffle. She can cook, can't she? She, she can cook. She really can. She, she was. It was cracking stuff. Anyway, yeah. I nearly made a joke there, but because she was wearing very tight trousers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but to lose to Lembit, and he only beat me because I gave him a really low score. I gave him oh, the right score, right? right? And then afterwards, I said to the woman, the director, I said, oh, I feel really bad doing that. Can I give him... I'm going to be generous. He, he did his best. His best was he cooked some soup and then just put loads of chunks of Stilton in it. Oh. I said, "Can I give?" I gave him two more. I gave him a five instead of a three that he deserved. You've got to stick with the tactical voting. That's what everyone does. Yeah. Also, the way you serve it these days, it's all about presentation. I watch MasterChef, right? And it's all about skids. What was? <laughs> You've got to lo- You know, you don't have a load of gravy on it. You have a skid of gravy. You don't have some like nice raspberry coolie. You have a skid. Oh. And that apparently what is was this, cuisine. What was this thing that was on the other night where it was it was like um, Master Chef? Yeah. Oh no, for ba- posh people. No, isn't it Bake Off Creme de la Creme? Oh, for crying! Oh, we'll talk yeah. about. Hang on, well, let's have some of this. Um, taking calls straight to it. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand line seven. You're on the wireless. You still fear Mike Mendoza? Say that again, but with less nasally. You still fear Mike Mendoza. Well, that, that, that's, um, that, is that guy still alive? Of course he is. That's he, why you fear him. He must, I would fear, I, I would fear him more if, if he were dead. He must be about 106 now, that guy. I don't, you, you, you went to his birthday party. No, I didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't. Have you, have what? you ever had your nasal cavities drained? That sounds extremely painful. Yeah, I, I just think you, you sound very bunged up. Do you snore a lot? No. Ask your husband if he if he can hear you snoring a lot. I will. Thanks very much for calling. Um, that that's that's that uh, is a, that's a condition, that's a con- isn't it? That's a congested What's the things nose? they put in your nose? It's grommets what? in your ears. Um, There's something they can put up your nose, or maybe I'm I'm imagining that. I might be imagining that. Are you thinking about his adenoids? That's something. He wants them out. I nearly had mine out when I was a kid. They, they used to whip everything out. What when are you were they? Kids. I don't even know what they are. Well, adenoids and tonsils. I nearly had out, uh, and then I didn't. And I, I think I would have been the last. In fact, I've got to ask my mum this. 
Because I was all set to have my tonsils out. They were explaining to me what would uh, what would happen in the hospital and how I, I get to eat ice cream for three days afterwards and mm. I'd be swallowing scabs. Oh, wow. I remember this. I heard about the ice cream thing, but never the scabs. But yeah, now you say it. Of course it. there'd be scabs. Ah. <laughs> I do. Little boys eat them anyway, don't they? Why did that not happen? It's only just, it's like, it's like, you know, having a a, a, a traumatic memory just pop up to the surface. Mm. I remember that. I was getting ready for, there there was, I remember going to the doctors, going for some tests at hospital, and I was going to have my tonsils taken out, and my mum explaining to me what would happen. Did she explain too early and you didn't need them done? Well, must have. I, 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 because I. You weren't gowned up, were you? I wasn't gowned up. No, no, no. But they stopped doing them. Maybe I was, like, on the borderline, the cusp of it. And then they... Because they don't do it very often. They yeah. used to do it to everybody. Everybody would have their, their tonsils and probably their adenoids taken out. Yeah. Now, no one does. Where are all those tonsils and adenoids? Well, in jars so, of know. Yeah, exactly. Government experiments. VIP paedophile ring cover-up. What would they want your tonsils for? Because there are some sick perverts. If you can think of it, they're doing it. And I can think of someone having sex with a tonsil. Wow. And so that's happening now. Tiny. And I have to drive past Dolphin Square every night to get home. Every night. Um, I'll have to ask my... She won't remember, unfortunately. Well, she might do. She, my mum's memory is terrible. But she remembers the oddest thing. And she might remember me being um, prepped for um, an operation that never happened. Then she might not. I don't know. Um, we've done the bionic penis, which is a shame. Well, it was a shame for him, yeah. But um. it seems to be working out. Um, here, we, here we go. This is a stupid story, right? This is the sort of... I bet this is done by scientists and researchers. Why don't you go and cure cancer? Why don't you go and research the important stuff? Like Andy asked, do bald men bang their heads more often than normal people? Because that... they can't feel it with their hair? Yeah. What, like a cat's whiskers? Yeah, exactly. That was the... Were you listening? Because that was the exact conversation we had. Yeah. But I'm just rationalising it. Like a cat's whiskers. Yeah, you would be able to feel vibrations down your hair root shaft. Um, can some, by the way, can someone for tomorrow do some maths and tell me exactly how many Beach Boys songs can, contain the word vibrations? The Beach Boys are brilliant, right? They're the most... I don't, I've got hardly any Beach Boys on my computer now. Um, they are the most self-referential band of any band. They've done so many songs where... Have I got any Beach Boys on here? They've got so many songs where they just talk about Beach Boys songs. Um, I haven't got any. I'll have to um, I'll have to dig some out. Yeah, some research required. A bit of research required. Oh, I t- oh, oh hang on a minute. Let's, hang on a minute. I'll find it on here. Listen to this, right? The, the, from a Brian Wilson album that never came out. You, you'll hear why. Um, he does a rap. What? Smart girls talking about smart girls. Sexy ladies with high IQs. <laughs> but, um, but it's... But it also... Um, it is um all right listen oh listen to this it, it, it references loads of beach boy songs oh gosh oh, oh wow we're trying to get this guy on the show by the way here we go let's count let's count the beach boy songs oh oh no my name is brian and i'm the man i write hit songs with the wave of my hand songs to surf and sun and sand i make great music Serving you, All the songs I used to write Talked about girls who were too bright Three 
Intelligent chicks are dynamite. Intelligent chicks are dynamite. Five. Ladies with high IQs. This is terrible. Yeah. But at the same time, delicious. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's just, um, and the Beach Boys constantly, uh, the, the, the constantly referencing themselves in their in their own songs. I, I missed this call. At line one, you're on the wireless. Hello. Hello. Right, Dennis Brooks. I've already had a go with Ian already. He. Um, he was talking about tonsils. I had mine taken out in 1929. Right. I was three years old at the time. Okay. What they year was... What year, well, sorry, just slow down a bit, because we've got lots of calls coming in. Who's this? Dennis Brooks. Dennis... Brooks. How are you spelling that? B-R-O-O-K-E-S. B-R... O-O-K-E-S. Double O... I've got B I've got B R double O. He's he's Ian. No, he's put your throat in a minute. B R double O. K E S. And what's the point you'd like to make? Well, he was on about the not doing the tonsils. I said I had mine taken out in nineteen twenty-eight. I was three years old, and it was a done thing in those days. Mm-hmm. I was so small, they carried me, he kept one of these blokes, uh, carried me into the theatre. Yeah. They stuck a thing over the top of him, it was like a tea strainer, oh, yeah. with cotton wool in it, and they would drip teeth into it. Oh, he yeah. asked me to count up to ten, and I said, I can't count to ten. Yeah. So they just knocked me out anyway. Oh. I woke up with one of these uh, bean-shaped... In the war? The Sorry? Was this in the war? In the war? Can I say something? No, 1928. The war. No. War years. So you've got a war years story about... It's not the war years. So you want to to talk to me about war years. I'll put you through. Hold on, caller. Hang on. What was was the name again? Brooks, Dennis Brooks. He knows me. Okay, we'll talk about war years. We're not really talking about war years tonight. No, but he was talking about tonsils having tonsils out. Tonsils having tonsils out? Yep. I don't think tonsils have tonsils. Put you through, put yeah, you through, caller. talking about having tonsils. Put you through, caller. War story. Stay there. Line two, you're on the wireless. Right. Mr. Ian Lee, where is he? Dennis? Yes? Can you hear me, mate? Yes, I can hear you. What's going on? I've been calling you for the last two minutes. What's going on? Well, you don't call wireless these days. It's radio. Wireless was in my days when we thought there was no wires in the day. It says on my screen you've got a war story. We're not really taking war stories tonight, Den. Not a war story. It says on my screen... You were on about tonsils, having tonsils out. Yeah. And I said I had mine out in in 1928. During the war? three years old. And they scoop the damn things out. Okay. And do you still have them? Everybody had it. Yes. Do you still have them? 
No. Okay. No, they've gone long ago. Okay. Christ, I hope so. Imagine if the, imagine if your tonsils came back to haunt you. Imagine if you woke up one morning and they were and they were in a jar next to your bed, right? And you you put it didn't them even in, give me in a jar. Yeah, no. But, but, but then imagine if you woke up the next morning they were back in your throat. What? That could happen. That could happen. And they're crawling back down. Could happen, couldn't it, Den? No, they scoop them out with them bloody like a like a spoon. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Line two, are you there? Hello. Hello. Hello, Ian. Good evening, sir. Good evening. Good evening, you chap. Good evening. Yeah, I've got some. I've got something in a jar. Listen. Flipping out. You, you hear that? You're not that fellow with the bionic penis, eh? <laughs> no, no, that's that's Cyril the cyst. Oh, you <laughs> dirty man! <laughs> and he's about seven years old now. I might stick him in the post for you if you want. No, him. I don't want that. You filthy go right. Go, he's, go. Like... he's gone. I'm like, what? Don't phone up with a you that pervert. That sounded rock hard. Mind you, it's quite old. Disgusting. So here we go. <laughs> Sad songs. Here's the most pointless sentence ever written in a newspaper, right? Apart from um, how to inflate a bionic penis. He's Sad. got a button on his testicles, is that right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. <laughs> hey, you. I said I wasn't in the mood. Finish now. <laughs> Hello. Sad songs help people deal with grief better than listening to upbeat music researchers have found. Oh, for crying out Researchers now. from the University of Stating the bloody obvious tracks by why is everyone giving adele such a hard time for doing glastonbury i bet it'll be a bloody good show i bet it should be excellent i bet it'll be a cracking show all all the hits and get your get your phones out and do pretend it's a candle she does lovely banter in between yeah nothing wrong with adele don't be don't be snobbish it's a made-up story by people who couldn't give us stuff anyway you're jealous of adele and um I don't get what's the point. And also, it's Glastonbury, right? So if you don't like it... Go and watch someone else. Yeah, I mean, admittedly, Coldplay, I mean, a terrible band, but... They like him in Glastonbury. Tracks by artists such as Adele or Radiohead evoked sad emotions, but these could lead to feelings of consolation, which was not the case with happy music. <laughs> People turned to gloomy music in a crisis to help them move on, did Montfort University found. Oh. Dr. Anamieka van den Tol... Coming over here, stealing our research grants, said... By connection to sad emotions and music, they turn negative emotions into something more peaceful. So where's what? She, where's she from? Well, she's her name is Anna Mieki van den Tol, so she's Dutch. Oh, so can what? you do a Dutch voice? <laughs> I nearly swore then. I nearly swore then, and I've not sworn once, despite the fact that you've wasted my day, Boyle. The day has been wasted and I didn't get to speak to one of my heroes. I left one of my children in tears. Didn't get a chance to say goodbye properly or spend the day with them. Didn't get to have a sleep. Came in, paid the congestion charge. At least I paid the congestion charge, which we don't, haven't done for the last two weeks. Don't, don't, because that... She's oh. not paid the congestion charge for the last two weeks, I set guys. up an account, but I didn't put my bank details in, so I've got stung and there's probably more to come. Well, you didn't... And it's my own stupid fault. That's the worst thing. You know it's your own stupid fault. You didn't get stung. No, well, I am. You didn't get stung, mate. You've got, you've, you have, you didn't pay the congestion I'm ba- I'm charge. I'm banged to rights. So you've got two weeks of fines coming up. I'm banged to rights. Thank you very much indeed. There'll be a podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Go to iTunes or your podcast provider. We should be back tomorrow evening at 10. Till then from us, ta-ta. Talk Radio, the 21st century dream team of dialogue, debate and discourse. Talk Radio, give it some lift.